Today's episode is brought to you by Cool Cactus Media. Cool Cactus is a production company that is dedicated to visual storytelling and high quality design. They are making this world a better place by working with clients with environmental, social, or nonprofit initiatives. They produce super cool videos, animations, and branding that share clients' unique stories and perspectives with the world. If you are a monologue listener, they will give you a free logo design or branding consultation. Just send an email to Carly, that's C A R L E Y, at coolcactus.co with the subject titled Monologue. They are also producing a documentary series called Hotspots. Uh, This documentary shares stories from people all over the U.S. about climate change. Hotspots is bringing climate change discussions away from politics and back to the basics, human stories. You can be a sponsor for the project by visiting the website and paying any amount you like. You can get your company name in the credits, trees planted in your name, associate producer titles, and more. You can sponsor the series at hotspotsinterviews.com slash sponsorships. Even $5 helps and is worth the super cool snail mail thank you note. Guys, I conquered shame. <laughs> and like, a couple weeks before, we were like going over. We were like, we're going over the prayer request from the previous week. And <laughs> Lauren Lee was like, had written them all down. And so she's reading them out. And Monica's was like, um, something about like giving up control over like the purpose of my life or something like that. And Monica was like, yeah, did it. <laughs> Like, what was your uh, shame Check. done. Got it. What's next? <laughs> next on the list. Like yeah. literally the most unconquerable things. Oh my gosh. So, I liked Felix. <laughs> I thought he brought something interesting, he's but I didn't funny. like him. Okay, can we go back and talk I like about when it? he's in the when he's in the shower. When he's in the shower and he's singing the shower is hot and so is Felix. <laughs> Really, also, really sad. hot take. I think Nanny Carey's still alive. She, yeah, she like doesn't die. The friend, she's like, ah, and then they shoot. Me. They shoot her. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it shoots her. It, fa- it fades to black. You never see her body. Oh shit! I feel hot like take. I thought she's she was gonna alive. come back, and she never did. Gosh, yeah, it's paired with the cue stuff. So like, it's so good, and then it's, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's so Nanny Carey nurse, and it's like it, there's like twelve <laughs> seats. I'm a sucker for you. I'm a sucker for you. Y'all, I I was know. up until 3 a.m. last night. What? Why? For no reason. Just my brain was like, let's Fine. let's do this. But then thankfully, I like rolled over to check my phone and I had a text from, a really long text from Chelsea Wales, who said, who was asking me about um, the, like, the white savior movie backlash and all that and like the green book and all that. And she was just like asking how I felt about it. God, it was interesting. Hmm. How'd you feel about the Oscars this year? We felt meh. I mean, they were fine, but like Green Book shouldn't have won. No. Yeah. It was enjoyable. I had but a good it was, time it watching was good it. Because I've I've just been reading like negative stuff about Green Book and was kind of like on that side, but Chelsea was more like defensive of it. And then I found a really good well, because we were talking about, you know, 
there are these like white savior movies where it's like the black person has to educate the white person and the white person still is like the hero at the end of the day and like, like the go saves side. them from being mm-hmm. yeah, go saves them from being beat up or whatever and it's like dumb but this article was really good it was it said green book may not have deserved best picture but did it deserve all the hate Oh, she said, when films like Black Panther, Black Klansman, If Bill Street Could Talk, each of which engages America's racial history with nuance and aesthetic depth, took home prizes, it felt like a jarring about face to see the Academy give its ultimate reward to a movie made by white filmmakers centered on the conversion experience of a lovable racist. <laughs> which made sense. But mm. then, at the very end, oh, she says, the best pig mantle feels more like a burden than an honor. With luck, Green Book will go from uh, punching bag, cultural significance, signifier and political shibboleth which i had to look up as principle um to what it should have been all along a movie not a message because mm-hmm. pe- and, and like when i look at it that way where it's just like chelsea was like it was just like a warm-hearted story yeah. about like two men that you know it wasn't making some statement about like 2019 yeah. it's the America. i feel like it's the one of the more wholesome slash normal movies that has won that award in the last yeah, yeah, that was, that's I, true. It was like it. I think it appealed to a lot more people because it was like normal yeah. and it wasn't violent and it wasn't like, like controversial, right? Right. Like it wasn't like, like three billboards where you don't even know what's gonna happen next, right, and yeah. like there's fires and beating each other up. Yeah, and that's true. All kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, because it was like when it ended, it was just kind of we we're all like, oh, like it was just yeah. Like, it was like I was like it was, was kind of hokey, but right. also it was like. Okay. Yeah. Did you see it, Mary Kate? Or no? No. You didn't it's see a it. good I, like, movie. Read up on it. Okay. Yeah. I like. I've liked al- it. <laughs> Normally, throughout, I, I was laughing. Yeah. I don't even remember I mean, the experience. Like, yeah. Because at first I was kind of like, "Oh, this is dumb." Yeah. And then it grew on me. I but only saw like you were two of laughing. the movies that were nominated: Star is Born, okay. Black Panther. Black <laughs> Panther. I, I two of the ones that I didn't see. Like, and I wanted to see some of the others. I just like didn't have the time yeah or this wasn't the year honestly. it was no, not a great me. year for like, last year i saw like all of them yeah almost right yeah this year was and like shape of water was weird AF. shape of water fuck I don't, shape don't of water. even get me started on shape of water i mean <laughs> fuck the fish like <laughs> but it's <laughs> what is good about that movie right like, I, like what? what's creative about and it? and i don't like, even care like, it's not a love story I, I told you that um someone tweeted the shape um shape of water should have been named grinding nemo <laughs> <laughs> Grinding Nemo. That's pretty good. About that movie. But honestly, not even the weird stuff and like that bothered me. It was just like, it, it wasn't, wasn't a good movie. A good movie. It no. was so predictable and like, I don't know. And not that I care about the story, but it wasn't no. well developed. It's exactly. not a it love story. Wasn't. Right. Honestly, the best part was Octavia Spencer. She's I mean, always she's the best the, part. Right? <laughs> exactly. Whatever <laughs> she's involved in, which she was in Green Book. She wasn't in it. She, she produced, produced it. it so yeah. like, oh, okay. so she's just like a queen. Yeah, she's just She's kind of running the whole thing. Yeah. Remember Which, when she like, went for the help and everyone stood up? Oh my god! I like, love that movie. I love her. Makes me cry every time. Because that was one of the examples when I, was, I texted Chelsea. I go, I so I'm so glad you texted me right now because I'm wide awake and I have nothing like, to I'm do. Wired. So let me send you a paragraph. And I was like, I think two of the movies I can think of right now are Remember the Titans and The mm-hmm. Help that do it really well because it didn't like hold back from anything. Like it was very honest, but both like it's black characters and it's white characters were like heroic it wasn't yeah. like because like yeah skeeter like helps them out of their situation but abeline's the hero of that movie oh like, yeah hands down. you know baby girl <sighs> don't go i don't oh I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't even I talk weep. about it i weep have we been talk recording the whole time yeah 
Nuh-uh. Yeah, That's I just crazy. It it's, I'm sorry. I kind of Wait, sly when about did you, it. When did you turn it on? Like literally as soon as we all sat down. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Not me. <laughs> Yikes. I know. I, I was doing, I did that to Brielle and she was like, wait, are we? And I was like, sorry, I should probably tell people that. That's probably against their human rights. It is illegal in some states to. <laughs> Such a six. <laughs> oh, to like, gosh. if you're on a phone call, you can't record them without yeah. their knowledge. Well, that makes sense. We're all friends here. I'm not trying. <laughs> I know. I'm just that. telling you. I learned that from. The hard way? No, a TV show of sorts. Mm. So for this one, we are doing a show about unkindness and a sport where you dribble up and down the court. And it has wonderful music from Jimmy Eat World, Jack's Mannequin, you name it. You know it. You love it. One Tree Hill. I don't want to be anything other than Yes. So for this one, we've got two guests for the first time ever. And because I needed to, you know, get expertise from both sides of the aisle, <laughs> the political aisle. <laughs> what does that mean? I have no idea. <laughs> no clue. Um, so who, today I have. on what side? I, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Don't worry. I'm not gonna. Don't I'm worry. not gonna. <laughs> Let's not go there. Get touchy. Um, I would say Mary Kate's um, like libertarian, and you're like the Green Party. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'll go with that. I don't know. I think that was the safest answer I could possibly pick. Yeah. Right. I don't really know about the Green Party. I mean, who knows about the Green Party? Who's the woman that like is is the Green Party? I don't know. Is her name? Does her name have green in it? No. 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 Um. Oh, Jill. Jill Stein. <laughs> yeah. Jill Stein. <laughs> Just time we love you. Come on the Just show. Time. Hey girl. And explain to us what the Green Party is. Wasn't there a guy in the Green Party that like ran every time? What was his name? Oh no. Are you talking about Mike Huckabee? No. As a uh, no. I forget his Just name. Kidding. I think Mike Huckabee ran, <laughs> ran like one time. He I thought he ran like time. I thought he ran like a, I think he runs like every time. Like secretly. No. I don't know. They like his forget name, about him and they're like He ran like every year when I was a kid. Well, so today we've got the Green Party, Addison Durham. <laughs> I don't know. She is from Clemson. She is wearing a Clemson sweatshirt right now. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. That is all I know about her. I can't like, wait to get to know her. I like oh, can't even please. like try to be like go Gamecocks because like you guys just kill it every year now. Yeah. Um Addison was very instrumental in me watching One Tree Hill. Um, but we'll dig into that later. We also have Mary-Kate O'Boyle, who I think you were the first person to send in a question. So she is the first um, audience <laughs> member, a yes. fan of Monologue, to be a guest. It How is do you truly feel? an honor. How <laughs> like, special. The most amazing feeling. I'm so glad that we could get you in. I mean, <laughs> I just... Such a fan. Yeah, I mean, she's just been emailing. And emailing. <laughs> I have so many questions. Finally obliged. <laughs> Me being a merciful lord. <laughs> so what I realized coming over here is that I've had a different type for each one, which has been great. Was not planned. Um, Emma was is an eight. Meredith yes. is a seven. Oh, and these two ladies are sixes. What? what? We're just going down the, going around the circle here. So, Mary Kate, tell me your journey with the Enneagram. 
So you were the first one to really introduce it to me. Cool. Because you and I have like Sorry. deep combos. <laughs> we do. Usually like, in the car. Yeah. yeah. Or we'll like see a movie and then we'll like talk about it. Or right. like in 2016, like politics, we liked to talk about it. Yes. And we liked learning like different perspectives and like we just liked to talk things out. Usually over pumpkin pancakes that I have. Yes. Yeah. We didn't do it this year, though. It was such a bummer. Such a bummer. Um, so then I, like, learn about the Enneagram, and I'm like, oh, like, I'll have to, like, read up on it. And I probably it probably took me, like, months to do. And then I took a quiz, and I know you say you shouldn't take a quiz because you're just supposed to, like, read about it. But the quiz accurately, like, placed me. That's good. It, then can, I, like, it can do that. Yeah, I, yeah. like, read, and I was like, yeah, I'm a six. But I could be a five. Yeah. But that's I, my wing. That's what so. I was thinking on the way over here that you were a five. But I, yeah, I can see either. Yeah. So then more recently, too, I've gotten people at work to, like, read about it. Yeah. Try to figure out their types. I try to figure out their types. It's helpful. And I've just made it, like, more of, like, a conversational piece. Yes. And I'm making everybody I know read up on it. I love it. You're spreading the good word. I am. Yeah. Spread my the good news. Meredith, who came on the office one, her work they have it on their desk they have their number on their desk oh that's and cool kind of like, kind of cool though i was like that's cool i was like but do you like that and she was like no i actually really do like that because if someone is if we're dealing with something and they deal with it in a certain way i can be like oh yeah 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 that, that makes yeah. a lot of sense it makes sense well cool what about you addison what was your journey um i learned about the enneagram in college in a religion class that i was taking <gasps> I know. It was great. Um, I pretty quickly identified as a six. I think I identify with some qualities of a four as well, but I am wholeheartedly a six. Yeah. What was, um, do you remember like what about it made you be like, oh, this is me? And was there something about it that was like, oh, this is me and I feel, I don't feel alone anymore? Or... Was there something that you read and you were like, oh, crap, this is me and I don't really like this about myself, which that's OK if you don't, because that's good. You should like it. <laughs> I'm not saying you shouldn't like yourself, but I feel like with the Enneagram, there's always yeah, one thing that yeah. everyone's like, oh, crap, that's yeah, that's me. Honestly, for me, like I like identified with all of it and I also kind of hated all of it, mm-hmm. but I definitely identify with like i'm always planning for the worst case scenario yes always um i'm like put my people first 100 percent of the time um before like would rather do that than like take care of myself a lot of the time yeah which is also not good <laughs> right yes that's, um, that's not that can get unhealthy but when you said worst case scenario, I just thought about when I lived in Brentwood and mm-hmm. I kind of, it was kind of weird because it was like up on a hill, but you like go down because you, you kind of come from the top or whatever. And we start walking down in Addison. I've been there that year. <coughs> Did you just say Addison <laughs> again? I call Addison Yaddison a lot and I don't know why. We can't figure it out. We can't figure it out. We can't keep doing this. We can't keep meeting like this. No. Um, But we start going down the stairs and... Addison like grabs my arm and she's like, "Wait, is there windows in this place?" <laughs> I was I like, "Said that." Yes, and I go, "Of course." 
but okay. but like walking down there like it felt like you were kind of going into like a cellar that's true yeah i remember those apartments but and like i'm like you think i live in an apartment without windows like, you're like i don't know but I now but it's so helpful that. for me to be like a, a six's brain goes like that like worst case scenario yeah. and has nothing to do with how they would expect my apartment <laughs> so i can just be like yes it's, there's yeah. windows just, just like, like in the apartment no but i feel that no. planes i always am like this is gonna be the one yeah that you, that you see on the news <laughs> i just took that so casually i was like yeah oh my gosh no me so too that's though. Like my i'm the same true suspicion and i do think like there have been things i've given myself like my own therapy where i'm like things that have happened like when i was younger mm-hmm really affected me to be very suspicious and like mm-hmm. cautious of people mm-hmm. and things and like the world around me totally i make so many decisions and i don't make so many decisions because i'm scared of things mm-hmm. which isn't news mm-hmm. to me you know right i've known that but i feel like i there are a lot of things that i haven't done because i've been afraid of either like minor details mm-hmm. that are part of them or because I have no idea how it's going to go, and I'm just like, I would rather not. I feel like a thing with a six, and I don't want to ever generalize or stereotype, but I feel like every type has a fear. Like, I'm I'm thinking the wing three in me is so afraid to fail, and then, mm-hmm. like, the, you know, a two is so afraid of not being loved or whatever. And, like, these are all fears that we all have, but I feel like maybe a six is just, like, it's, like, fear itself. It's, like, yeah. all-encompassing. Yeah. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, and you can talk about this, yeah. too. Um, My mom always tells me that I have a fear of rejection, mm. and I don't necessarily know where that comes from. I don't know. I think that is, like, fear itself, though, for yeah. me. Like, because mm-hmm. any you can be rejected by anything. Yeah. Totally. And so yeah. I think with paired with just, like, if you're a six and you just are fearful in general, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like anything, like yeah. what you said, it just yeah. all encompassing. Yeah. And that it's like similar to like my anxiety, like half the time I'm anxious about being anxious yes. and that feeds the anxiety and mm-hmm. that's why I'm anxious, yeah. which is the most frustrating thing because I can't, like if I'm talking to someone about it, which usually helps, but they'll be like what like what what's going on why are you anxious and I'm like I don't know like I can't tell you it would be so much easier if I could but I can't like half the time it's just I feel anxious so I think I'm anxious and that makes me more anxious yeah so I continue to be anxious yeah I think it's the same thing like with fear yeah because anxiety is a form of fear totally yeah I think I, I talked about this a little bit in the um office Enneagram episode because I was thinking about how the six is in like the thinking triad and like the four is in the feelings triad and of course like again like a four can get caught up in its thoughts and like a six can get caught up in its feelings like it's not like you live there all the time but I think anxiety is like you know you think about something that could happen or you get scared about something or whatever and then that like manifests in your body yeah whereas for me I, I definitely like can get nervous and scared and that affects my body but it's more like if i'm feeling something in in the feels (laughs) it like manifests in my body i think Mm -hmm. and i and that's harder for me to explain like i will yeah be so sad about whatever and like someone and i usually attribute it to something like i can probably be like oh 
it's just this or it's whatever, but it's really, it's everything. Yeah. And I'm sure y'all experience that too, but it's yes. just, I understand that frustration when it's like, what's wrong? And you're like, I don't know, but I feel yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no. You saying like having anxiety about having anxiety, I relate to that yeah. so much because yeah. I will have like this like feeling come over me where I'm just like, why don't I feel like 100% right now? Like mm-hmm. why like something, but then I get, anxious about that like well why is this happening yep. to me like yep. and you can't ever figure it out right and you fe- and I'll speak for myself but I feel like I can't talk about it because I don't have a reason so I'm right. like, I can't tell anybody because they're that's because exactly I don't how know I how to explain it and they're not going to get it yeah which sometimes is true but like tell them anyway right you know yeah and I've gotten better because I used to hold in a lot more yeah and Same. now you know you reach your mid-20s and you're like I need to talk things out <laughs> Like, if I'm not okay, I need, like, and I'm fine, but, like, if I have something going on in my head, I need to talk it out and, like. Even if you can't. Yeah. Just just talk. Just, like, talking and just processing Mm -hmm. different things. And luckily, like, we have great friends that will listen to us. (laughs) Maybe over a glass of wine. Shout out to all of you. (laughs) Right. Exactly. You know, being there for it. Same. Literally Monica. (laughs) I think I cut this out um, of the first episode, but I was telling Emma about, um, I was with my sister in New York and I had, you know, had had a couple drinks. I started crying in the Uber. Oh no. And Mal was like, kind of reached over and grabbed my hand and was like, what's wrong? And I said, I just want everybody to be happy. night in particular like I was really not and I was talking to you right and I was I'm trying not, to comfort I don't I'm not saying that I'm that's like worried what you're that you're referring like in New York to, like <laughs> right she was in a cab with her sister yes so I was totally guys. fine she's still here she's okay I was totally fine but I think even if I cannot think of something that I can be sad for myself I have to be like I gotta be sad for the world right <laughs> you know it's a sad like, place it's a sad <laughs> place and that's like can be a good thing but it can also be such a yeah such a heavy thing but and it's it's like I don't know I whenever I can't figure out what's making me sad or anxious or scared or whatever it is I try like rack my brain trying to right. find something exactly. to like blame it on mm-hmm. and, and is that sometimes worse Sometimes, um, sometimes anyway. because it because number one, it can turn into something that it never was. Yes. Number two, that just like perpetuates. And number three, you don't ever deal with what you're actually afraid of. Exactly. Yeah. Which Ooh, yeah. is what you have to deal with if mm-hmm. you are ever going to like heal or grow from that. Yes. Yeah. Anytime someone says something that like triggers you, it's like because you're insecure about it yourself, which duh but like that's what I've been trying to think about like if someone says something that triggers it then it's like oh I need to work on that myself because yeah and like figure out where that comes from too because it's not what's the root of it it's not like oh this is a flaw that I have and I have to fix it and something's wrong with me it's like there's also a reason that you're triggered by that there's Mm. a reason that you feel that way and you might not know what it is but it's still a valid there's still a valid explanation for it. Totally. Even if it's not true, yeah. it's valid. Yes. Yeah. Do you feel like you've always been a six? Always. Always. Like since you were a little kid? Since I was a little kid. 100%. I don't think I was. Really? What do I, you think you used to be? 
or who do you think? I don't know. More recently, as I've gotten older, me and my mom, like, because I do like to get to the root of like where some of my anxiety does come from. And Mm -hmm. I do think that some things in my childhood contributed to it. Mm -hmm. Nothing super dramatic, just like things that would make a child nervous. Yeah. Things are scarier than what you think. Yeah. And so my mom, I told my mom that I was home this past weekend and I was like, I think these three things contributed to why I get nervous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's like, really? Like, I've never thought of that before. So I don't think I was always a six. I don't know what I was. Yeah. But I think I grew into a six. Yeah. Yeah. Because some people think that like, you can only be one number your whole life, but I don't agree. Like, I think you can resonate with a few or like become something else. And I don't necessarily know. And when you're a child too, like everything's so like pure yeah. and you don't know anything yet yeah and it's like is that your true self or right. is it like what you like are nurtured to be later exactly or like yeah through and experience, what the yeah. things you learn and your experiences and so yeah I just thought that story like my mom was like you just like had this like way about you and I was yeah. like that doesn't sound like me at no. all <laughs> that's yeah. so interesting that you say that because I had a similar conversation with my mom probably a year and a half ago when I was like really struggling with a lot of this stuff and I was like have I always been this way? Like, because in my mind, yes, I have. Been. Right. I can recall moments from when I was three that I know are true because it's a feeling that I still feel. Like, okay. I felt it then and I remember that. Um, so, like, I know that, but she was like, no, you were. And I used to perform all the time. I was singing, I was acting, I was doing all this stuff, mm-hmm. like, in front of people. Right. Like, which is so weird to think about. But she was like, yeah, no, you were not – you never struck me as, like, anxious. You were very cautious and smart and right. wise. But you weren't – I don't know. That's It's just interesting yeah. because yeah. in my mind, I've kind of – I feel always like I've been always way. been this way. But I, on the outside, I was, I don't know, putting on some kind of show. Yeah. Right. My um, my mom. You know when you like when you're little, your mom lays out your clothes for you because you're like yeah. six. She goes, she would lay out clothes, yourself. and I'd be like, "Mom, that's really not cool." <laughs> and she's like, "You are in first grade. Oh you do not God. know what's cool." Yeah. She was like, "You'd want to wear like a black turtleneck <laughs> <laughs> in like the summer." She'd be like, "No." <laughs> but yeah, it was like I, you know, went to therapy the first time last year. Yeah, and like. Obviously, there were things that I knew happened that, like, shaped me and I needed to talk about. But, like, one of the biggest things was, like, moving from New York to Texas because I never, like, had talked about that. And she was like, what did you love most about New York? And I was like, like, everything was so close. (laughs) It was like, we had this tiny apartment. Like, my family's right here. My school was two blocks away. And then, like, also, all the kids at my school were so diverse and so accepting. I'd All my friends were, like, boys and, like, I probably had like two white friends like it was just like no one cared and then it was like as soon as I got to Texas it was like everyone was the same and it was the first time I felt like something about me was wrong you know and like so my whole thing or not whole thing but like the four is like the identity thing right and so that was the first time that like someone made me feel like who I was was wrong and, and defective and so it's like that shift I think changed a lot of things for me yeah which sucks and it's like you still can like go back to how it was before but you still things trigger that change yeah you're like oh but like that wasn't cool and someone thought that was weird and like i I can't be that way exactly yeah Yeah. it's so weird it's so weird i think i like 
avoided it for a really long time Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. I didn't want to think about Mm -hmm. the things in my past that have made me the way that I am. Yeah. And there's nothing like, I feel like when I say like my past, like there's nothing dramatic. Like I had a great childhood. But that's, that's where we get caught up. Everyone had trauma in their childhood. There's something. Because trauma sounds so huge. Like I'll talk about, like there are three things in a span of two Mm -hmm. years and I I was in fourth grade and I was fifth grade. Mm -hmm. 9-11 happened when I was in fourth grade. Mm -hmm. I lived right outside of DC. My dad's whole family lives in DC. Mm -hmm. So like close proximity. It just made me nervous as a child. Like I didn't understand why... That was definitely that the was first happening. like innocence shattering yes. moment. Sure. Yeah. And you're I was nine years sure. old mm-hmm. and you're like and my mom got really irritated, so I went to a Catholic elementary school. They brought my class down to the gym and we watched it like live. Mm-hmm. I saw those planes yeah. fly in. Mm-hmm. Would have seen it a million times on the news anyway, yeah. but like they did not need to do that for yeah, nine year olds. We watched no. it too. I was seven. Like that's crazy. Yeah. You watched it at school or mm-hmm. see they so I was in New York, so they were like you can't go outside to play. Yeah. And we were all like, why? It's so pretty out. Because it was a beautiful day. I remember Beautiful that. day. And so we watched a movie inside. And then they started, all these parents started coming. And we were cheering. Because we were like, we get to go home. We had no idea what was happening. And like, we're seven. So we're not really asking. Right. My sister was like 10. Yeah. And they told them that the subways were down. And so their parents had to come. And so then my dad came and I remember being like, what's going on? And he was like, something happened downtown. We have to get home like right now. And, you know, again, we lived yeah. two blocks away. So we got home. And then I watched it with them and, like, cried. And they told me about everything. Yes. And then, like, planes were flying over us. And Mel and I were, like, jumping behind the couch and stuff. Yeah. And they were like, oh those are the good guys. It's okay. Like, those are the police yeah. planes. Like, And so, yeah. and obviously, that very close proximity would have messed me up probably even more. Right. But, I mean, D.C., we forget about yeah. D.C. Yeah, and too, Pennsylvania. Is, but, that, I mean, that's No, but, I mean, that year, area. But, yeah. So then, fifth grade, year later, like, around Thanksgiving time, mm-hmm. there were snipers in DC. Shit. I was just talking about this with and some it, people like, the it, other night. That incident. This, this incident. This incident. Yes. So there were snipers that were like on the loose, and they said in the DC area, but they were like moving. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Well, so the school that I went to in fifth grade, you were outside in portables, not it's, in uh, like the portable. trailers. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and you're not. I wasn't in the main building. Okay. Yeah. And we were put on shutdown. Me and my friend, like, started speculating things like we do as children. And we were like, (laughs) somebody's, like, in the church, like, holding somebody hostage. Like, we totally made that up. Or somebody told (laughs) us that. And we, like, just kept perpetuating it. And so because we were in the portable and, like, out the window, you can see this alley. My desk was, like, right next to the window. Mm -hmm. And I was terrified that the snipers were going to drive down the alley. I was going to be the first thing that they saw and that they were going to shoot me. Yeah. I was 10 years old. <laughs> like, yeah, like things that just like you, you shouldn't, shouldn't be worried yeah. about as a 10-year-old, but yeah. like yeah. my parents just they had to be honest like mm-hmm. this is why you were on shot de- shut down. It's hard cuz I don't know how to open up in general. Yeah. Like that's not it something I'm good at. It takes me time. Yeah. But I it's me not opening up to you does not mean that I don't trust you. Yeah. It's yeah. more that you – it's just, like, a, a fear. It's um, that, like, I am just now figuring out how to do that because no one ever taught me how to really express my feelings. Yeah. Which, looking back, I'm like, I always felt so safe. I always felt like right. I could be myself, you know, whatever. But that's also because I saw things that happened. Like, there were things that happened – and me being a six as a seven-year-old was like, they're trying to protect you from something right mm-hmm. now. Don't 
put them through anything else. Don't yeah. like just leave it, leave it alone, let it be what it is, and mm-hmm. you can handle this on your own because they're already dealing with enough pain. Yeah. So don't give them anymore. And so that's what I started doing when I was seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, only when I was twenty three did I figure out that that is so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, yeah. that's why I don't know how to open up to people. That's why I'm just now figuring out how to do it. And it's crazy that it lasts so long. And like, yeah, it's yeah. cool. That I haven't really thought about like those moments that have made yeah. you like a certain This past number, year, like, I've started to like self-therapize yeah. and just kind of analyze certain things that mm-hmm. I think could potentially yeah. explain. Mm-hmm. And those were things that came Well, it's so mind. funny thinking about like when 9-11 happened I mom said something like fours are all about like making sense of tragedy and like finding okay. the beauty in it and all that stuff because okay. a lot of them are songwriters and right. like, very like artistic yeah <laughs> 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 and she said I said something like you know maybe bad stuff happens to like bring us all together <laughs> and I'm like oh, seven she, and she was like what the fuck you are but like that's such so, a cute like, child so tender hearted <laughs> but, but I, it like kind of sort of did yeah, no, and it like, did, and like I think that was probably the first big event where I could see, uh, like the not the reasoning behind it because right. as Addison and I've said, everything happens for a reason is what was written by the devil. Um, but everything has a purpose. But everything has a purpose, not has a reason. Or never. I really happened, like happens that. For a reason. You really Things like don't that? happen for reasons, but because they, then you're everything, everything has, has, a, has purpose. a purpose. Yeah. Because if you think everything happens for a reason, then you are going to be caught in shame for the rest of your life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Right? But then I'm also thinking about, this is like such a four-wing three. Um, so when I said that, like, you know, I moved to Texas and I didn't, I was not good. Right. There was like a few people, but I had a bully. and um, Hate those. Yeah, me too. And she... I was still trying to win her over, you know, and as a three, like I told her a joke in class and she she was like, that's stupid. And then she mm. told the whole class my joke and they all laughed and she turned around and looked at me. What a I hate bitch. that. Right. And oh that's such and it's so funny, like in small group, we oh were God, like, that would make me so. Oh, it was, I hate that. <laughs> and that's the worst. And I was thinking about in small group, we were talking about like, what do you need from people? And I was like, this is a joke. But I was like, laugh at my jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, that's where no, that stems yeah. from. Because it's yeah. like, if people have told me I'm funny, and like, if I don't, if a joke doesn't land or whatever, I go back to being that seven year old that was like, yeah, yeah, I'm not good enough. I think I use humor too to like cover up like mm-hmm. insecurities, totally. Totally. which I think is a very normal thing. Oh, I yeah. feel like most like stand up comedians are that way. Yes. Oh, in therapy, I'd tell like six jokes before I could get, she'd be yeah. like, okay. She's like, come let's, on. Let's, let's come on. Yeah, I'm like, I'd be like sarcastic I'm like, about something. She's yeah. like, okay. I'm like laughing and crying at the same <laughs> yeah. time. I'm like, yeah. I say something funny and then we both laugh about it. And then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> this is really what this is this about. Is like, yeah. yeah. I know. Because I did like growing up, I did feel like I had to be like a funny one. Yeah. And I don't know why. Yeah. I didn't feel like I had to be anything except not need people. I mm-hmm. was like, yeah. I have to appear as though I like not have it all together, but like don't need you to help me do this or don't need you to figure this out. Self-sufficiency. Or don't yeah. need your like attention to do something. Like mm-hmm. I can just – and I think that's also part of like me being a middle child. I don't know. Hey, yeah. Maybe. I think that's a big part of it too is I So just, you're Addison's a middle child and you're – Baby. Your baby. But I'm, out of two. I'm a baby too. 
out of two. Out of two. Two, out two girls, two girls. Yeah. Three girls. Three girls. Three girls. Yeah. But I do think there's similar similarities in baby and middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Second borns. Yeah. Second borns. Second borns. In our case. Exactly. I was born a second child. <laughs> There's a great song called Second Child, Restless Child. I forgot about that song. By The Hellos. So good. Yeah, it's so good. When Addison and I first met, so we all were in a sorority at some point <laughs> together. And that's how we yeah. met. And if I'm you. If I'm you, come on the show. I love you. All of you. Just come on. Um, Addison good Lord. and I were in the same pledge class. And, you know... FIMU has gone through a lot of different phases in its life, but when we joined, it was, I felt like the only brunette and it, <laughs> yeah, and it, and the only like, well, now non- I feel outnumbered, so, right? <laughs> <laughs> the only, and like, not like, I don't have abs and, and was a cheerleader in high school. Like it just yeah. felt, it, I felt very out of place and we were at like our big party or whatever and I heard Addison behind me go, yeah, I didn't really drink in high school. And I turned around and I was like, like hey, I'm Monica. Monica. Yeah. Because yeah. I literally, I remember I went to, I went to the CAF with like a buddy from like FYS, uh, which FYS. was our first year seminar. And oh I told God. her that I joined Find Me and she was like, okay, <laughs> be careful. She was like, I heard they're crazy. And I was like, oh, oh okay. I'm what? Yeah, I know. I mean, I guess everyone's crazy. I'm pretty sure that was probably the stereotype when I went through too. Yeah, we really worked hard to change that. Yeah, Um, I think that it's changed. I I know. I'm actually being serious. To all the five mu's out there, we love you. We love you. We really do. So, did y'all both watch One Tree Hill in high school? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And cool. (laughs) Yep. Did you? I did. So I I watched it in college and. I was living with Addison and my roommate Sarah and well Sarah and I always bonded over Gilmore Girls but she had all the Gilmore Girls DVDs and all the One mm-hmm. Tree Hill DVDs and she would just watch them all, all the time do the next show and then do the next show wow the next show, swap good and choices like, Gilmore Girls mm-hmm. so finally I decided to watch it got hooked immediately it's and it easy was, too it was almost like I was I was sad that I didn't watch it in high school yeah. middle school but I also was glad because it was such a nostalgic thing and like i yeah. watched it sophomore year of college mm-hmm. which was really rough and was i feel like it's kind of rough for a lot of people yeah because you know you're not excited as a freshman anymore but you're not quite like really plugged in right so it was a really good like a safety net yeah to binge in my dorm bed but yeah should we dive in sure Let's dive in so first up is Julian Baker. Help me to make up, make up my mind. Wouldn't that save you? He's a type. He's my type. He's a type four with a so type three wing. Cute. This is the first one I've had that is mine. And I, he was probably the hardest for me to type because I haven't watched the later seasons yet. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, those YouTube compilations where it's like, Best Brooke, moments. It's like Brooke and Julian, and that comes in like a slideshow. For yeah. sure. So I watched some of those, and the reason I chose it was because I thought maybe three wing four two, and yeah, could be who knows, but mm-hmm. I thought I thought that gif summed up a four wing three so perfectly. Okay, yeah, be cool, Julian. Be cool. Just be yourself, because <laughs> that's literally like a three trying to be what everyone wants him to be, uh-huh. but he's trying to be himself. Yeah, um, and he's very creative, but. He's also very charming and like so charming. Just so charming. 
and cute. Oh my so gosh, cute. the grin. Like, the grin. I had to put I the grin. I can't on. handle it. No. Every time he grins, I grin. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Do you remember when he and Sophia Bush like dated in real life? Yeah. Yes. And I like wish they were still together, Me but too. He's just charming is like the best way to describe him cuz yes. even like charming but like but, but not, not phony. Right. No. And not yeah, I don't really like down to earth. Yes, and, like the boy next door kind of. When he first shows up, it's he's a kind, little it's different. Kind of like a weird vibe. You don't, yeah, you're, you're not, not sure. sure. Yeah, and then you realize who he is, and you're like, oh shoot! Like, yeah. when I remember saying this to Addison because I was like, I was just like, why can't Brooke just have someone that Peyton hasn't dated? Like, I was right? just so annoyed with that storyline. No, that's up. like the one thing that the I really thing. hate. But what you said, which now I think about every time I get bad about it, is you were like, yeah, but it's so great that he dated her, but sh- he chose Brooke. Yeah. You know? Yes. So yeah. it's not even that he could have been with Peyton and didn't. Like, right. he was with he, Peyton and it didn't work. Right. Yeah. And I think maybe part of that is because, spoiler alert, Peyton is a four-wing five. Yeah. And so with the four-wing three, it was like they create with an audience in mind and they're like a little more adaptable and like a little more extroverted. And I think maybe they were so similar, but like maybe their wings made them hmm. a little, a little. They got tangled up in their wings. We never really saw like tangled up in LA. Deep, that's like, true. We never really deep, saw that relationship like, view of their relate. All I remember is them like laughing in yeah. like a bed. In a bed. And she, her being like, "I love you," and I was like, <laughs> "No, yeah." <laughs> It's like, I hate this fake retroactive story. Yeah. 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 That one, like, I like could have done without it. Yeah. For sure. But, but I also was glad because, which, and we'll get to that, but um, Lucas and Peyton, she's, like, pining for him for so long. Yeah. In that stage. But I'm, so I'm glad that she, like, had something else. Well, because when you had Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't Season like she five was just, like. It's, like, a great one. But it's, it's great, but so it's frustrating. You have to be so, so dramatic. dramatic. You have to be it so is. patient. Oh Everything. my gosh. And it's I remember, so dramatic. Because I started watching weird regularly the show season four. It's so not dramatic. And then I went back and rewatched one through three. Because uh-huh. I started high school at a different high school than like gotcha. where everybody that I grew up with went. And I went to public school, not a private school. Same. <laughs> so South they, Carolina. this girl that I met was like, oh, I watch One Tree Hill. Do you watch this? And I was like, oh, no, I don't. But I'll start watching it. You know, you want to make friends, talk about TV shows. Right. So I like got hooked immediately. So season four is like season four is probably my so, season. That's probably probably my favorite. It's season. Probably my favorite I like. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm like, that's my favorite that's mistake. The, like that's in the gym, gym talking, <laughs> saying me instead of so my like five happened, and I'm like, what the heck is this? Well, like, yeah, and everything changes, and there's like just it a bunch a of swerve, and like I, it probably made more sense in real time because right. there was a gap in yes, between, for sure. Like I don't know how many years it was, but like they had to like re um, was establish like ev- everybody, all, everyone, yeah, and everything. And what their and, was that the year it went to CW? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. It just it but did there, work. but it that wasn't like why. Okay. It, was it just like, like ended and then yeah. they brought it back. Okay. Because that I, was kind yeah, of. I think. Did it? Because I, I remember like knowing about the show and then I remember seeing they were on the cover of Entertainment Weekly mm. when they brought the show back. You know what I've been. Sorry, really quick. I didn't know that. Side note. You know what I've been yeah, doing? Yeah, I'm going to find you, out. You search that. I. Because I feel like, you know, in the olden days when, I mean, I guess people still read newspapers, but they'll save newspapers from, like, big days. Yeah. I'm trying to save, like, 
magazines, like entertainment, yeah, stuff, that are like really pivotal moments. And I'm gonna try to save them as long as I can. Like I would love to have. Oh my gosh, Hill I have Weekly, so right? many entertainment weeklies it's, it's i used to get it's ridiculous magazine, and now i wish i kept certain covers right some of them are probably somewhat iconic right other i mean it's 17 but but i even kept like like the harvey weinstein scandal and, yeah like, some, like, big like kind of big headlines <laughs> my sister and i christmas eve i guess that was last year not not this past right. year um we, i had that magazine we were reading it in bed on christmas <laughs> eve <laughs> like, merry christmas that, that's christmas <laughs> eve in your in your early 20s like <laughs> Ugh. Okay, oh, so no, I'm in my mid twenties now. Cause... Oh wait, no, there was no gap. So yeah, anything else we want to say about Julian? Um, we should probably talk about him a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, we should. I don't because and we'll talk we about him more didn't. with Brooke and Julian. But... I'm with yeah. you. I haven't seen like later seasons in a while. Yeah, those weren't ones that I like rewatched incessantly like right. I did with the first like four seasons. Mm-hmm. But he's just like lovable. Yeah. Once so once lovable. he kind of gets rid of like the douchiness, yes. like mm-hmm. and finds well, his place in moment, tree hill like that moment where uh brooke can't find sam yes and she, mm-hmm. i just the, watched that clip today yes and that episode is so good he, like yeah. goes to the diner and um, yes he's like i'm just getting coffee or whatever and then he like throws in the trash because he's actually looking for her yes he actually cares and yeah and i it was fun to have such a like a favorite character and pivotal character come so late yeah mm-hmm. because it, quinn and clay like yeah they're great but like they're not like one tree hill to I me i did not like them well brooke is one tree julian, hill and exactly. so that's why yeah. julian yeah. is exactly one tree hill. <laughs> just like you know they like well, they were they're like very like replacements. yeah right, right. they were lucas and peyton replacements that just didn't do anything live up they're like nathan and Haley's um like couple friends like yeah yeah, I mean, like yeah. Friends. sister sister she's gorgeous but she's so freaking pretty but the she personality is such a just so bad lacked. so bad not good. no my favorite julian moment though as i was re-watching clips mm-hmm. When he like goes to Brooke's house and like gives her the Letterman jacket and like oh yeah and he was like I did come here for the girl the other girl the and other I was girl like oh my, god. <laughs> oh my god oh my god hold me back I love it when he rewrites her the description of Brooke Davis when he's producing yes. the movie when he's making the movie I love that and she's like so upset because she's like this is not who I am anymore and right. you know and then he like totally. Well, it's so great that they met each Makes other a swoon. at the time that they did because he, he like, it, he reveals that he was, like, not cool in high school mm-hmm. and was, like, a dork and she yeah. was, like, the coolest. He, yeah. And so he was almost kind of like a mouth or someone that, like, yeah. she would have overlooked but loved her so much. and But, like, he's so hot that I, yeah. I don't think she would overlook him. Yeah. <laughs> True. You know, and, you could have had, you could have bad acne or, like, crazy. Did, yeah, I feel know. like they showed a picture of him in high school at one point didn't they like a nerdy type did you guys ever see holiday in the sun i watched yes recently (laughs) he's like the nerdy one yeah it's been years i don't remember him and because they they can make him kind of look like that yeah Yeah. but he's like really attractive and i feel like the nerdy ones always no offense mouth but look like mouth right (laughs) (laughs) or minkus from boy meets world who is also mouth (laughs) i hate one of my favorite episodes is the one the one where they go off into partners I mean, split off into partners, and they uh, ask each other questions. Well, That's the, the one in... No, one of my favorites. Oh, I was like... Like, at, when they're about to graduate? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did Lucas like that is one. with the... Glenda. The girl. Goth girl. Yeah, the goth girl. And... Uh, oh, Mouth is with Erica. Is that her name? Erica yes, Marsh. Erica yeah. Marsh. <laughs> so, but 
literally and this was mean of the teacher but he gave like four categories and it was like jock mm -hmm. uh jock loner cheerleader geek i think those were the four categories and well and i love it It was like i don't even think prom queen prom queen oh Oh, was it so it was not cheerleader i don't think it was cheerleader i think it was prom queen and someone said like Peyton and they said prom queen and she was like I'm such a loner yeah, which yeah. I love because it was like the perspective of yeah. it she, like the goth girl's like I'm a loner you are not a loner but Erica's like I would describe him as nice and she was like no like you have to pick one and he, she was like I guess geek because he's mm-hmm. not a jock like no. that was the only other option he's not gonna be prom queen like no <laughs> you know? and he gets so mad I'm like well just be self-aware yeah that's yeah. hard if I know that is hard one. but, but like, I don't think I could put like y- you guys in any of those categories right. or no. myself that's Let's do tough. it right now <laughs> <laughs> well it would just be prom queen or loner so I would be loner. I'd be a loner I, I think you'd probably be a loner You'd be a prom queen. You'd be a prom queen, Mary Kate. No, I'm not. You're not a loner to me. Yeah. But I don't know. But I don't know. I don't know. It's, could be I mean, it's such a different cat. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I did remember, love that episode, though. We were Season talking four, about man. so good. Uh, we were talking about Mouth, and I was like, he complained so much about being single, and he was like, he's had like three girlfriends yeah, before like, he graduated really high school. Ones, like, yeah, two. Really, three, like, really good, hot girlfriends. Stupid. Remember when he gets fat later on? That's, That's the yeah. dumbest plot line ever. Mouth fat. That is. <laughs> was that line. season nine? Yes, probably. They definitely ran out of ideas. Was that post Millie's drug problem? Oh my gosh! Oh, I That's forgot to get a drug problem. You know, was going downhill. I hated that too. Season nine was weird. It was weird. I don't just like some of this stuff. You it know, got like, so dramatic. Sometimes think about it right before you decide. Like, don't like right. I don't know. Like, I kind of wonder if that's what they did with Peyton's mom, too. Her other mom. Like, oh, did they decide Ellie. that she was going to be adopted later? Right. Or did I know. they know that all along? I feel like they did. I have no idea. They definitely did. They think they of did. things later and they're like, this seems like a good idea. <laughs> they're like, and then they do it. But I'm like, yeah, like, I'm buying like, this. Yeah, Mark like Swan is just like, hmm. <laughs> it's like God, a puppet. Like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Twisting his mustache. Yeah, that works. But that's like why we love the show too, I know. because True. Ellie is a great character. Ellie's great. Yeah, love I'm her. actually. I just watched the episode where she meets her dad, and he's like, "Your dad was great. He was my best friend." You're like, "You're his dad." Her dad just admit it. <laughs> just <laughs> she, because Peyton's like, "I keep oh, thinking you're my dad." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Wouldn't that be something?" And you're like, "Shut up. You are her dad. Like, get to it." Yeah. I want to say one more thing about Julian, yes, though. perfect. I love when he buys Brooke's house for them. I don't remember that. What? It's at the very end. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So she can be the girl behind the red door oh, again. Oh, I just I, I was thinking about her, like, I thought, I don't know yeah, what the, I was thinking about. Her, like, childhood home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So cute. But also, like, bad memories. I feel like she was probably like, yay, yeah. but... But the sentiment was, was something like, about your childhood house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, I don't know. Yeah. It was something she like almost lost, you know, when the, her parents her lost parents, all their money, yeah. and True. then she she's removed enough from it, yeah, yeah, to where it I think had more nostalgia. Yeah, and it's more Anyways. about Tree Hill than it is about like I don't know her yeah. house. There's only one tree. Hill. There's only one. I didn't tree type Hill. Karen. <laughs> I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> she just talks really. So weird. I don't hate her. She just talks weird. Oh, I oh I can tell, tell me why you want to leave. <laughs> Lucas. Lucas. We can't bring back Keith. <laughs> did you tried. Did you know whose voice she is in a cartoon? Who? No. Who? I <laughs> hope I'm right on this. 
I'm pretty sure she's I'm gonna be adult Nala. Okay, she's not. She's not? Because... Oh, we looked this up. Yes, I thought she was because she goes, we looked tell me up. why. Why do you want to yeah. leave? And I was <laughs> yeah. like, that is Nala. And... Oh, it's not? So I no, totally made I that made up. a we voice memo out of it to, like, see how similar it was. And it, it's not. It's did you not? She's like, why do you want to leave? Did you not just, rock? like, Google, yeah. like, yeah. the cast of... Like, did you not IMDb? No, I did. Oh, I'm saying, yeah, we found out. Holding up, like, a Nala scene to a carrot scene. And you're like, oh, no, it's not. You think I just decided that and was, like, fact. Oh my no, god. No, I held them up and I was like, it has to be her, and right? it wasn't. Oh god. Yeah. yeah Man, no, then I've been just my like her, right? No, it's her, you guys. I told yes. you. It's her. <gasps> no. Wait, I could have sworn we I told sworn. you. It's Maura Kelly. I told you. It's right here. I could have sworn we looked this up one time though, and it wasn't her. Me too. Oh my gosh, my mind is blown. I'm so excited. I I thought I was right. You are right. You are right. Somebody told me, and then I—I I don't know. Okay, Maybe I God. didn't do my research. But you know what's so Who weird knows? to me? Hmm. This is going to be a really weird comment. Cool. But I feel like Mora's voice with Nala. I think Nala is like so attractive. Yeah, it's the eyes. And I don't think Karen's <laughs> the, the eyes. eyes. Her eyes are beautiful. Beautiful. You know. You know. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> She's laying in the grass. They definitely had sex that night. <laughs> When she's laying in the grass yeah, and giving him eyes. Has that eye. Yeah, so his it's weird that her voice works there, but Karen, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's what like else I can't about, think like, about it. It's so now. weird. Do you like Deb? Like, who's your favorite? Mom? I actually love Deb. Like, Same. I hate her when she's like choosing pills over Nathan. That was shitty. I like when she dated um skills. skills. That's where I'm at right it's now. So funny. Oh, yeah. So funny. And she, Nanny I don't know Deb. why. I think she just, she just cracks me up. Yeah. Yeah, she's funny. Yeah. And she like does she's shit. Like, like she tries to kill Dan, which I like loved. Right. And Love. then she kills Nanny Carrie. She comes and like hits her with the shovel. Oh, yeah. We just watched that crazy episode. That got weird too. Yeah. With the shaky cam. Every time he's running through a cornfield and like oh, Haley, yeah. like I'm like, is this Harry Potter six? Like it's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so next up is Miss Haley James Scott. <laughs> Love that song. Like song. no, it's so good. What's what's? Is it oh, on? Oh no, Spotify? cap. That's a thing. It's not. I had to find a. I'm gonna do like a YouTube. I illegally downloaded that songs song. are like not on Spotify, and it pisses me off. Yeah. That one included. When so she good. goes, oh, uh-huh. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to steal that. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. It's such a and great it's song. such a perfect a like banger. Kelly Clarkson like yeah 2006 song like. It's mm-hmm. so good. It's so good. But can we talk about what she was wearing when she sang that at the show? I can't remember. What With the, at she the have Friends like with a, Benefit a show. Of shor- it's of a sort? no. It's a long <laughs> a red dress. She just like doesn't look like a rock star. No. Haley is very inconsistent in her in her style choices. In her style choices. I totally agree. She. I'm like at the beginning of like season six, and she looks Sunday so good. School teacher. Yeah. Sometimes you know the beginning of season five, she's got this horrible haircut and like bad clothes. Yeah. But that now brown hair. Okay, guys, so here's what happened. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, so we got together about a week ago to do this podcast and... Had a blast. Had a blast. Um, we're here for like three hours, um, as we usually are. And then we left and my dear friend Zach, who we use the studio, he sent me the file and it was an hour long and I was like, Some- we something is up. We were not there. We were not there. We were there much longer. So it cut off, as you heard, um, right in the middle of talking about Haley's outfits um and so god awful so we were very inconsistent very inconsistent her haircuts her 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 child color her child choices her style choices 
I said her child choices. Really? Her style choices. So I was very frustrated, obviously. But then I was like, wait, I get to get together with my friends and talk about One Tree Hill again. So like, what's what's the problem? I was thinking about it today and not to go off on another hour long tangent, but (laughs) which we just did. But but we got through some stuff. I was like, (laughs) there is nothing more that I could like use for my mental health right now than to like sit with two people and talk about one tree exactly yes. great <laughs> it's just so great to like talk yes. about it live vicariously been through. such a funk all day like so it's stressed right rough. now i'm finally like just it's relaxed. been a rough few days today yeah. was like the monday this is what i needed yes, such this a monday good yeah so it's like why not do it again exactly and the good thing is i don't totally remember like what all we like i'm not gonna try we're not gonna try to replicate what no. we did. we're just gonna you know go off i'll book. be honest i was so exhausted that yeah. day Same. so like i'm here ready, ready to, to go do it. ready let's to go do it again so let's we're gonna pick um up with Haley. yeah um so we just i think all we talked about was halo and how we love that song it's so good it's so yes. good and then we talked about her clothing so we can we can talk a, a lot yeah. more about Haley. she's one of the biggest characters she is like an important character she definitely is. yeah she's she's Sticks it out till the end. Yeah, you know? yeah. She's a. She becomes the ninth seasoner. I don't know. They're the core couple. They're yeah. the core. Oh, totally. She and Nathan. She and Nathan. Her couple. Yeah. clothing might be inconsistent, but she's pretty by season consistent. five though she's great. Yeah, like, for the most. Yeah, part. like I feel like that's true clothing wise. That's <laughs> and yeah. it just like a more mature look. Yeah, more. Mature. Yeah, she needs a more mature look, and that when she gets there, that works for her. But yeah. in high school, she's like. She's in high school. She's also married and pregnant. Like, like what do you? What, do you do, what do you do? And a yeah. rock star. Like, where's the happy She's got medium? A lot going you can't on. figure. Yeah. yeah, no one can figure that. So out. I don't even I know if I hated her. Prom so maybe dress I don't even blame pregnant. her. Me too. But like that was probably cute then. Yeah, that's a really you know, good point. <laughs> like I have to think about that when I watch yeah, TV you shows think about that were the filmed era. in you know two thousand five. Because I always look to I'm like I probably tried to replicate something like that. Because I I was watching an episode like a few days ago Mm -hmm. and I was like gosh that outfit is awful something Brooke was wearing but I was like I act like I totally had that yeah like I totally wore that oh yeah um so I don't think I ever said her type um so let's do that oh good idea Um, so she I labeled her a type two the helper with a type one wing the reformer yeah and type two is pretty easy because she it's an obvious choice yeah she's just Mm -hmm. like helping everybody in her life but then i thought maybe she'd be a wing three because of her performer side but when i thought about it like the oneness of being very moral and being a good person mm-hmm. nathan often says "Haley's a good person <laughs> i just i just watched the episode after Haley's a good person when um Haley's in the hospital after the after dante hits yes, her yes. and he's like Haley's a good person. <laughs> right. Don't like, take, don't punish her for what I. Oh, I, I remember that one. Don't punish her for what I did. He doesn't talk. Right. Like that. I mean, he doesn't talk like that. He does not. You're just really. It's, I think over. It, it needs to be a little higher and less country. Haley's a good yeah. person. Haley's a good person. Yeah, that might be more. That's, on it. that's like my voice. It's, <laughs> it's like, just so it works. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So he's always saying that, and it's so true. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes she can be a one to a fault in a bit like be a little judgy right um kind of insert herself in situations but for the most part i think she really betters the people around her yeah and gives them a moral compass for sure because lucas is all like just like follow your heart and like read poetry and like peyton's like you know be edgy and whatever and like those are all great but like she's just kind of the no this is right this is wrong like Mm -hmm. yeah black and white they need that 
And I think it, it like her helperness mm-hmm. really like in season one, she tutors Nathan. Right. And then she becomes a teacher. And with Quentin. And with Quentin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And- so sad. With Q. And then with Sam too, and wanting to make Ugh. Sam like a better Sam, like yeah. writer. I loved Sam. I Me too. Loved I Sam. loved that storyline. It was so good. And then even like her becoming a mom. Yeah. With which like nobody ever talks about Lydia? Yeah. Oh yeah, the girl. Because that's like season nine, right? Well, yeah. She's an infant. She's an infant. We don't really know anything about Lydia. But like <laughs> I couldn't tell. Nobody her. like remembers like, oh yeah, they had a second child. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like basically Because burned. Jamie is so freaking cute and we can't. Season five, get Jamie. I like went back and watched some He's episodes. So sweet. Oh my gosh. He's so sweet and so smart. He's so little. He when I heard so that he, his little voice, they like, would like ask him what he wanted to do, and they would kind of shoot the scene around that. So like, if he wanted to go get ice cream, like he was getting ice cream with like brothers. yeah, so cute. You know? yeah. I heard or I like saw an interview or something. And they mm-hmm. said that he had a jar on set, and if anybody cursed, oh, they I had thought, to throw like a dollar that. or something Amazing. in there, and it was like to go towards like his college fund or something. <laughs> and he loves skills, which makes sense because yes. they're literally like their best buds best on the show, buds. which is so cute. I love that. And when Skills feels like so guilty when he lets him go to the bathroom in the church mm-hmm. after or during Lucas and Lindsay's like, sham come of come a back. wedding. Yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> but yeah, no, Haley, she's such a good mom. She was like born to be a mom. Like it's right. like yeah. ridiculous she's how good one of a those mom she is. I feel yeah. like, and that's why I feel like the two two wing one is perfect because yeah. she's so much more a mom than she is a rock star yes. like and she would choose being a mom over being a rock star any day yeah. absolutely and I think, always i think the unhealthy sides of her come out when she she has felt like she has been so selfless her whole life and so she's like yes. screw it i'm gonna go on tour for like months and months and like if nathan comes i'm gonna be like screw you like yeah. you know and i'm gonna kiss chris keller and like stuff like that and like Nathan does a lot more shit. Like, I'm not being like she's right. bad. But I think those moments come out because she's so good for so long. It's kind of like she has these outbursts. Yeah. And I think, too, maybe this is kind of repeating what you're saying. I'm not entirely sure. But we'll see when it comes out of my mouth. Right. So maybe when she – because I feel when. like she's very quick. She can be very quick to judge other people Yes, yes. a lot of times. And I think maybe, too, that's because she's like – I'm so good. I'm so nice. Mm-hmm. I she's like do, a good I'm girl. so selfless. Yeah. And she like, can't understand Rachel's how someone a would bitch. do something. Yes. Like, yeah. She just sucks. Bitch. Like, she made a pass on Nathan and like, she I hate her. her. Yes. Like, no she's second on chance. on my list forever. You know? Right. So I feel which like. Which I sometimes have that. Which, yeah, I would, I would probably hate Rachel. TBH. But that's a fault of mine because she's a nuanced person. She's not True. just a bitch. She's not just a cheater, right. you know. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if I'm mildly friends with you, I'll give you like a bajillion second chances. Exactly, so, yeah, that's true. Totally, yeah. But that's like also to a fault. But sometimes for me. that's not good. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. I agree with you that Haley. It's like she can be. Very, she almost feels like she's better than everyone else. Yes, but like at times. she doesn't outwardly express that. Mm-hmm. But I think that personality type, because I've known girls that are like, just like the smart ones that have like everything in order and seem to like be the perfect people and like they just think they're better than everybody else yeah Mm -hmm. but i don't don't think she feels that no yeah no i don't get that vibe from her i don't get that she thinks she's better than every everyone else from her all the time but like when some it's like the second someone does one wrong thing she really like flips a switch right Yeah. yeah 
Like, I wish I saw more in, like, the beginning of season five when Nathan's still in the wheelchair. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I wanted to be like, well, how long was he in the wheelchair? Like, right. yeah. I want to see them trying to work through this together. We just get, like, we okay, get Dan, like, and yeah. she just is, like, judgy, which right. I would be, too. Like, yeah. He's yeah. not being very he's optimistic moment, on yeah. his, you know, life. Right. But... I feel like by that point he had probably been there for a while, and they'd like yeah. maybe had a good, a good, a, you know, season with it. And mm-hmm. she's like, "All right, I'm like, sick." Sorry, I, I just had a thought about you know. the last time we recorded, and I <laughs> said that I think Nathan's really hot, but sometimes I think he looks like a chicken. I forgot about that. And he's oh really chickeny in that face with the long with the hair. Long hair. <laughs> I forgot. Like, about just picture. That. Picture him. I still don't see it. Just picture him on the court. I don't think we saw. Picture him on the river court. The sun is shining. It's really bright, and he's kind of like squinting (laughs) a little bit, and his nose is kind of up, and he's kind of chickety. No, I can kind of see it in the hairstyle that I like. Chicken. Amen. Hattie B's sponsor us. (laughs) Hattie B's. (laughs) You're welcome. Love the hairstyle that I hated the most on Nathan was the season four end of the season like <gasps> no that no i love it i love that no. the superman love hair it. oh it's so hot Ugh. it's like a middle part but it's, it's so, so luscious it's so luscious and you thick. don't run your hair through it oh my Hands gosh you think the long hair is better no okay that's the worst i we think can agree with that. um I love a buzz cut, Nathan, whether it's season three or season nine. It's season okay. Season nine, it's better because he, okay. he has the scruff. Yeah. He, and he like, looks, like looks like a man. And he looks like a man. He looks like a man. Who got when kidnapped. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm never a fan of a buzz cut. I did like Lucas's buzz, buzz oh. cut in season two. No, I think he looked oh, like I a baby. I like But it was very high okay. school. It fit the time. Like, you don't right. see buzz cuts anymore. But like a blonde, it's but like. But like compared to season four, Lucas with the like sculpted, like. That's like very blonde. That's gross, but like, I weirdly prefer it to I a buzz cut. That. Well, and I think they did that too to match Creepy Derek, right? It, they did, yeah. Yeah. So they, they gave him the highlight so he'd be really blonde so when they, he turns around. So he just made, match, they made yeah. him so moody. Like his clothes, his yes. hair. Yeah. His clothes. His, his like weird jewelry that he wore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he got real like. Like a Leather right. chunky Lucas never got his hair right. What was Nathan's hair like in season one? It's kind of a hard time to pick. It's kind of got like the flip shorter, but like got the little flip. Oh, the, I remember that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that I was, was very like, popular. Not cute, and he's a douche. But my favorite is Laid season. On top of my head, favorite is season know. four. I don't. I I'm love, baffled. I love, I love it. Hair on him. We will post a picture. Yes. We'll we'll get we'll get the audience's opinion. Like yeah, enough on top of the head, but not this weird middle part thing. I'll take but like you could mess with it and yeah. make it not a middle part. It's so yeah. luscious. I don't know. Just like think about it. That was like in your hands. I know you that's true. I do like you a good would head like of hair. hair. I love don't a good even head of hair. <laughs> so Anyways, Haley, that's Haley. <laughs> we're really just. I think we're done with Haley. Haley, like we'll she's a two. Like we'll she's a help. She's a two. She is. We'll talk about her more with Nathan. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Next character is arguably my favorite. Or just the one that I resonate with most, which is Peyton. Yeah. Peyton Sawyer, type four with a type five wing. So individualist and investigator. And this was the easiest. I mean, she's just oh, yeah. quintessential four. Yes. 100%. Like I included the gif of her first scene with Lucas and she's like, first of all, you don't know me. Second of all, you don't know me. Just so angsty like, and so misunderstood. With her leather jacket. Totally. Mm. Edgy. Mm-hmm. And the whole people always leave, like, yeah. 
I yeah. think sixes struggle with this too. I was um, gonna say I feel that so the fear hard. of abandonment uh-huh. is really big with so fours and much. sixes. I think, and again, everyone has these fears. I don't want to be like if you're a four and you fear this, and if you don't, you don't get yeah. it. Like, P.S. I have no knows. idea where mine comes from. Like right. abandonment. Have, yeah, like have scoured my childhood trying to figure it out. Can't. I definitely I know. know where mine I don't is know where from. Is. I don't. I have I have, I have an idea, fear. but it doesn't totally make sense to me yet. But I think that it's okay. yeah. I think that that's what it is. Although it doesn't make sense to me. Yet. Yeah, mine's not family at all. It's just friendships. Peyton's so interesting to me. Like yeah, she has a lot of different like sides to her. Because mm-hmm. I think everybody initially thinks like, oh, she's like the loner girl. Right. But I'm like. Your best friend's Brooke Davis. You're, a you're not a loner. You're yeah. a cheerleader. But that's what I kind of love about her because I... Because you're that way a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I, I mean, you're not a cheerleader. I wasn't a cheerleader, but, but all my friends were cheerleaders. Yeah. Like, I was technically in, like, probably the popular group. Like, I only had one brunette friend. <laughs> like, they were all blonde. Yeah. But I, I just felt like kind of the, like, different one or whatever. And I liked that. You know, it wasn't like yeah. the thing where I was like, I feel so different. It was like I kind of liked that. And I think Peyton likes that, too. I, I think she does, yeah. too. Yeah. And I think that says so much. It is kind of weird that her and Brooke are best friends. But I think it says a lot about their friendship that, like, they started being best friends when they were really young. And yes. they're even though they have evolved into themselves, mm-hmm. they're still best friends. Yes. I love those friendships because yeah. it's like – we d- established this connection so early on mm-hmm. and like you become so different so different but it's like you're still best friends and i think that's a beautiful yeah beautiful thing and with peyton too like she does have loner tendencies but i think that she likes the idea i think i said this last time i can't remember like of being alone together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where, like, I think she does like to surround herself with people. She doesn't like to be completely independent and just, like, do her own thing. Like, she likes to have people around her. But she likes her independence as well. And, like, she lived by herself. Her parents, I don't know where the parents were in this show. But, like, her parents are in and out all the time. Like, we rarely see them. So she's by herself most of the time. But then, you know, she has that webcast. Yeah, right. where people can log in right. and she knows they're there mm-hmm. right. but they're not in yeah, the same she's room like, with her that's so true she's it's like lonely attention it's a, yeah t- attention sometimes in your, in but like it's not then. always she's not like attention that. seeking no. no but she doesn't want to be alone exactly right. she, she wants, wants to, to be she knows that she's she alone. wants to be seen mm-hmm. wherever she is whether yeah. she's having a good day or a bad day she wants to be seen yes in even that if moment. even when she pretends she doesn't want to be right yeah. exactly. she wants to be seen yeah there was also this gif of I never let myself need anybody ever, which you were talking about a little bit. Yeah. And I was listening to a podcast. It was like, and I think probably sixes are like this too, but and maybe twos a little bit, but fours, it was like, don't leave me, go away, come back. <laughs> like, <laughs> they do this like pushing and pulling yeah. thing right. to like test their your loyalty. Mm-hmm. And I think Peyton does that and she gets scared. So she pushes people mm-hmm. away and then yeah. sometimes she pulls them too close and because they're they are romantics at yeah. kind of their root, even yeah. even when they don't really seem like they are. I'll say this really quickly. It's yeah. about me. It's not about Peyton. Go ahead. But I like I am like that. I never let myself need anybody ever. But also that's my greatest like need. Yeah. Yeah. Is it's like so messed up. Your greatest need is because I was talking. I was talking about this people. in therapy one time, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even know what we were saying. But she was like, it's so interesting because. 
it's like the last thing you want to do is ask someone for help but the thing you want most is to like is for someone to like bear witness to your pain Mm, yeah and I'm like I have no idea how to get that because I cannot ask for it and I don't know how to do it yeah it's so hard I think like a concise like if I could like do a tagline for what you just said I feel like it's like I don't need help but I'd like you to like approve what I'm doing yeah and that's that's what I you know that's kind of what I do now is like when I need to not be alone in something I will like text Monica or a friend or whoever and be like hey I don't need anything or I'll say I don't know what I need right now but whatever like yes I'll yeah. But I feel sad or but I feel whatever right. it is. Yeah. Like I feel this it's like way. I just need someone else to know so that yes. I'm not alone in it yes. by myself. Yes. I don't know that I don't need anything the word, from just, you. I think you mean like seen maybe. Yeah. Like even if you even if you don't know what yeah. you need or like you're not really asking for help exactly. Exactly. It's more just like just I need you to understand know. me. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like sharing. I don't need your help, Absolutely but I need you sharing. to know that this is what's happening yeah. with that me. That takes like half of the weight off of me in those moments is just like knowing that someone else is aware yeah yes and like i don't need him to do anything but yeah and i do feel like peyton's that way yeah so and then another thing about peyton is um they become i think fours kind of become their own bully a lot and so that gift that was like people always leave or peyton always drives them away there's like literally like the angel of death (laughs) that's like her her that's literally her shame like talking to her and so that also is such a depiction of a four. I'm trying to remember how all of that shakes out, but like it kind of does get her to think about things. Yeah. I can't remember exactly the like how that ep- how that episode like concludes, yeah. mm-hmm. but I feel like I don't know. I think that can be good for you and bad for you. Yeah, being your I think own she's sad enemy. about obviously like her parents and like Lucas and stuff, but like about Jake, and then it's yeah. cool because she ends up like flying there to see him and yeah. he's like so excited like, and at the end of the day she, it's like she's the one who makes that choice and it's almost like in spite of her like inner bully yes yeah I love which that. i don't know that i love doing things out of spite in general for but I think anyone you should do things that in spite of your shame Yes, sure. I'm trying to remember. Not, one of my friends not real, guys. said this thing to me. <laughs> I'm trying to remember how she phrased it. Um, like you don't do things in spite of things. You do things because of things. Mm. Like there's not like a um, – Well, it's kind of just – Not like, like a malice behind it. There's yeah. not a like let me prove you wrong thing. It's like yes. this is happening to me and so because of that, I'm going to react this way and do this thing. Yeah. It's like, I hope she wasn't like, in spite of this bully, inner bully that's talking to me, I'm going to go visit Jake. It's like, because there's an inner bully talking to me and because I know that that's not true Mm -hmm. and I know that the opposite of that is true and I'm like worthy of love, I'm going to go. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to do this to prove it to myself, not to prove it to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Proving is a big thing. Proving is a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. For sure. So Peyton's the coolest. I love her. She's great. Yeah. And I feel like she just is able to relate to so many different people. And she's so accepting of so many different kinds of people. Just because she is able, because she feels like the whole range of emotion. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a big foreness. It's like all encompassing of like every, not every clique, but like every type of. Every type of person. Mm -hmm. She's, yeah. She like. 
I think a big thing with four is like kind of like come as you are. Like she's yeah. like, like the when uh, what's her face Felix's sister Anna Anna like comes out and stuff. Right, and she's like freaking out. And Peyton was like, like I'm not into that, she's but like, like it's I'm, fine. Like yeah. she's yeah. like you know. And then she literally like becomes a martyr for her by yeah. like riding dyke on her tank top and yeah. stuff. And like yeah, she's like never. She's never really like judgmental of how people know what people's choices are. Yeah. And I think too, that's because she has like decided to be so free about who she is. She's yeah. like, well, I'm, if I give, if I allow this for myself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and, and it's not even like if I allow myself to be this way, it's like, there's not shame there. Like, yeah. She's totally. not ashamed to be who she is or say what totally. she feels ever. Right. <laughs> I was with, um, Jess Gromit and Katie and a few other people one time and um I can't remember what Jess was wanting he was wanting to like grow out his hair or like pierce something <laughs> weird or, like and he was like getting our opinion and we were talking it somehow became like if your son wanted to do that or something I think maybe he wanted to bleach his hair or something kind <laughs> oh, of crazy very Pete Davidson right <laughs> and Katie was like absolutely not that would look like shit like do not do that yeah. and then I was like I was like, you know what? He can do it, and then he's probably gonna hate it, and then he'll yeah. like decide. And <laughs> Nella Varney was like, two different types of parenting right here, <laughs> like the one that's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, and the ones that's like, let him do it, and then they'll hate it, and then they'll go back, you know. And A I don't know which one's experience. better, but yeah, exactly, yeah. So you like Nathan like this? Yes. I was yeah. just looking yeah, at the picture. This is and this like, is a good... Yeah. Like, you know, like it's on top of his head. There's no like spikiness. It's on top of his head. Like, 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 like his hair is. But it's like flat, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. You know, it's yeah. not like this There's weird, not poofy, anything extra There's no poofy middle part that you guys are loving. Mary-Kate, I'm going to get you to love it. It doesn't like... Okay, Mary-Kate, close whatever. your eyes. <laughs> Never mind. Pull up a picture. You're with You're with Nathan... He is leaning in for a smooch. Your hands are and your running hands through it. Are running through the hair. Tell Ugh. me you don't like that. It's thick. I just I know. I just watched the Hillary Swank episode of The Office where they debate if she's hot <laughs> or not, and I love it so much because I don't think she's hot, I and I love their I explanation. Think, yeah, for she's it. a horse, remember? She's yeah. Oh, oh my god. god she we is. Okay, so Addison and I have this um, formula, not a formula, but we think there's well, three there categories. Well, there are two. There's three it, categories. They're in the galaxy. Right. Remember, don't forget about the rest of the galaxy. Right. There's like planet. I can't. We, we, we can't go there. It's, we can't it's get into it. But like another three. time. Another time. But planet three, A. You're and then this planet is A and planet, planet B. B. Um, you're either a, a lady, a woman, <laughs> or a horse. <laughs> what am I? So you're a lady. You're a lady. Yeah. For sure. So what are you guys? I would hope that I'm a lady. Probably lady. Or a woman. I might be a woman. I might be in between lady and woman. Yeah, there, it's it's a scale. So like, is the woman older than a lady? No, no. So okay, let so me like, give you an let's example. Think so like, examples. what is a lady? <laughs> a lady is Emma Watson. Emma Watson. That's what sure. I was going to say. Oh, Hands yes. down. Yes, yes, yes. A woman is like Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. I think she might be. She's in between. She's woman closer and horse. to a horse. Yeah. <laughs> Kate yeah. Winslet. Kate Winslet is a woman. Yes. Yes. Woman for sure. Hillary Swank. Hillary is a Swank horse. is a horse. Yes. Uh, Sandra Bullock is a horse. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't have necessarily thought that, but like I can see it. I, I have, okay. I have, we made a whole I list. We made a whole list. Emma whole Watson list. is very like airy features. It's, yes. It's, like it's a lady dainty. is like very dainty. Like, very dainty. Like a delicate and dainty. Natalie Portman is probably a lady. Definitely a lady. Um, Jennifer Lawrence is a woman. Woman. For sure. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Like. Yeah, okay, Kristen Stewart like is a lady. Getting, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I totally but like get Kristen this. Stewart's not really Kristen on the Stewart's list. Kristen Stewart's like on planet H. <laughs> she's, like, <laughs> she's on her own planet. She's, she's like so. a twelve-year-old boy. Like I don't. 
how long have you been 17? <laughs> Edward, Wait, you, can't, Monica, you can't do that. Monica, I do hate that. Twilight. Do, oh my god. Um, oh, the, the the what's his name? Jacob Bella. <laughs> I hate Twilight. So Bella, much. you can't marry Edward. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You're gonna be a human while you have sex with a vampire. <laughs> what is she? Jacob, to Jacob, do? just don't worry about it. Like it'll be fine. <laughs> Edward. Please. <laughs> wow, you've yeah. really focused on Twilight. Oh, you she, know. She's watched it multiple <laughs> times watched, in the last Yeah, year. my roommates and I have like binged. I and, hate Twilight. Oh, it's, it's horrible, but I love it so much. I can't even like sit through it. I used to be. Oh, my God. Well, I you used to be obsessed, like and then I was like, I hate it, and now I love it again, but in a way that hates it at the same time. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is, it is disgusting. Let's talk about Nathan. Anyway, Let's so Nathan. Nathan. We've got to focus. Nathan's guys, a good person. Guys, we'll go out for drinks like next yes, week. Yes, and we'll, we'll talk about all this. Talk about, about life. Else. So um, I saw a few things, you know, there's some analysis out there, analyses out there that are very brief. Um, there's nothing quite like mine on the internet. So, um, but a lot of them said type eight, which I can see with like the anger stuff and like the confidence. With early Nathan. Early Nathan. Early Nathan. But For sure. I, I think he's 100% a type three, which is the achiever, the performer, um, because his whole identity is about being who he thinks want, people want him to be, achieving on the court, yeah, mm-hmm. going to the gym, getting ripped. And then that two wing is kind of his healthiness because he he's very sensitive and like wants to be loved but like masks that with with his his motivations of a three for yeah. sure mm-hmm. and it's, it's literally so called the charmer or the star i mean which it's is just that's perfect. the Scott. epitome of who he is exactly yeah yeah he's did you guys like him like season one like first oh no first I mean, on no, the screen he's an ass. not at all Oh my god, I totally loved him. Did you? Were you into? Oh, because you're kind of into you're the bad into boys. The bad yeah. boys. Well, I don't like the. Bad I don't boys. like the cliche good boy. So like, I don't know if you watched. No, I don't like a classic like. Like, and I thought Lucas boy was, next door. So I like was anti See, I, that. I think Lucas was kind of a good boy, but kind of had some darkness, so I could be yeah, attracted to that's him. That's true. No, I and I also like like the dark hair, blue eyes, like that yeah. type of look. Yes, mm-hmm. he's um, also has like the perfect body. For sure, like yeah. he's like he's like big, oh, just yeah. tall enough. Yeah, he's not like uber uber tall. He's not too ripped, right? But he's, he's just not like, like he's strong. athletic. He's yes. athletic. He's not he's like lean. a you know like a fit guy. Like yeah, I like a from. fit guy, but like he's not a fit. He's guy. not like a he's gym rat, <laughs> right? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's like I have this body because I practice basketball a shit ton. Yeah. I practice basketball. <laughs> I practice the I game am on the basketball. river court. I am on the river court. Yeah, and it's shooting hoops. Just very nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I I think also his threeness comes up with Haley when he's like, so much. you know, he's like, I don't know who you want me to be. Like he keeps trying to be. Yeah. He's like, who do my friends want me to be? Who does mm-hmm. Haley want me to be? And he yeah. can't figure out who he is. And yeah. his friends and Haley are so, so different, different people. So different. Yes. And so, like, I always think when he genuinely was having fun with Haley on mm-hmm. like that dare date, whatever, yeah. and they go to the restaurant by the river and like the friends walk by and he's like oh like this is my friend Haley and like clearly embarrassed to be seen with her doesn't it feel so much like I walk to remember that moment yes yes there's so Shane and Mandy Moore there I also feel like I see a lot of his um like wings when the whole Dante thing goes down because he's like I need to do this to like 
Well, I guess it's a lot about Haley too, because yeah. I need to pay you the know bills. pay the bills, right? Yeah, pay this guy back. Um, and then, but he wants to do right by his team and then he right. wants to do right by his wife and he wants to, you know, protect her from exactly, you yeah. know, the Tree Hill Mafia or whatever yeah, totally. this guy is yeah. doing. Like, um, how did Dante end up in Tree Hill? Exactly. Like he belongs in freaking Italy or like, <laughs> like or, or like, like a city. Yeah. Or yeah. like Chicago. Not like, North Carolina. I might've mentioned this on the last one that, and I'm not going to go into it because it's very complicated, but I did have a dream <laughs> That I was involved oh, yeah. with someone like a Dante. You did tell us that. And I had to run away from the police. And there was a moment where I was trying to buy some candy at like a gas station. I love it. And the woman knew that I was, you know, wanted. And some shit. I was shit. in some shady shit. Oof. And the girl in front of me was like, is that so-and-so? She was like, yeah, I was trying to play cool. And I was like, shit. So I like ran away. And then I surrendered myself to the police, kind of like Felicity Huffman and Laura Laughlin. Um, to yikes, so messy. Kathy Lee Gifford was the sheriff, <laughs> <laughs> and I was talking to someone, and she comes in, and I was like, "Guys, I gotta, I gotta go. I'll explain this later." And I just put my hands above my head. She was like, "Let's do this." Dang, it was intense. What a dream! Because I was like, I could escape, but what kind of life would that be? You know, <laughs> always, on I, always, run. On run. <laughs> always on the run. Always on the run. Anyway, um, so an exciting life. So Nathan, yeah, I think he gets caught up in these stupid yeah. things because he's just he's trying to provide, he's trying to help, he's trying to achieve all the it's time. It's like and I do it's think such a lot a, of the time his motives are good. Yes. yes I, I think too. so too. Most but he does get caught up and yeah. I think he can switch back and forth really easily yeah. and quickly, mm-hmm. like without a lot of thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's maybe like an instinct thing. Right. But that instinct isn't always there at the beginning. Yes. You oh, know? totally. Correct. And like we, it um, kind of kicks in halfway through, and yeah. then he's like, "Shit, yeah. I got to do it this do way." This you way. Know? Why did I do that? This? Right. He's like, kind of he's kind of rash. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. And I and I, I think that comes from like his anger and his passion. Yes, totally. He feels things really strongly, so he does them one way, and then mm-hmm. realizes, "Oh wait, yeah, he's very that's reactionary. just a feeling. That's not the truth." Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 It's still valid. But it's, it's still not valid. The truth. It, yeah, it, he doesn't think about long term stuff. Right. No. And I created a drinking game for One Tree Hill, and one of them was Nathan apologizes because he is yes, literally always, always apologizing. Yeah. Okay. And this is kind of the hair that we're talking about. Are you not into that? Okay, that's right. not what I'm talking about. That's still short enough. Okay. But Lucas is hair. Look at Anything that. Anything else Looks about ridiculous. Nathan? It does. It does. Um, let me see. Yeah. At the end of the day, Nathan is a good guy he's so good he and he wants to be good yeah and i think he wants to like prove that he's good because i think he yeah. knows that he was like a dick yes. and he yeah he doesn't he's kind of making up he's kind he's kind of rewriting his story because yeah. his i think the way that his parents probably shaped his childhood was made him into a guy that he realized he didn't want to be that's who he was but mm-hmm. he yes. didn't want to become his father yeah so yeah totally i think he's every every decision that he makes like post high school is very much driven by his um desire to like rewrite his yeah totally yeah and i think sometimes that gets in his way a little bit like yeah being so different from dan sometimes he can i don't know be overcompensating or something and maybe even do things that he doesn't really want to do like maybe that maybe even makes him make decisions that or not or genuine. just like a little bit in spite of who Dan is. Yeah. 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 But at the end of the day, 
you're another day older. That's right. And that's all you can say. Another day, another dollar, Monica. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you can say. At the end of the day. For the life of the poor. (laughs) It's a struggle. It's a war. What are you trying to say? There's nothing that anyone's giving. (laughs) I'm really struggling. What is it called? (laughs) So Lucas Scott, the star of the show. The controversial Lucas Scott. Um, I named him a type five with a type four wing. And I kind of thought maybe originally he could be a four wing five like Peyton, but I think he's much more motivated by his cerebralness and his, his brain, (laughs) his brain. And it's, he he goes into his emotions and sometimes he in a way that is not good in a way that i think blinds Help him from yes beyond his like line of sight like yes. in yeah. a way that blinds him from maybe a little bit maybe thinking about other people yes he's he feels things very strongly yeah and it's hard but as for a five him to move. he thinks that he's always being logical right this is what i was trying right. to say so like he, if he gets like all <laughs> romantic and stuff he's like i'm doing this because i love that's her that's the way it and is that's the that's, way it is and that's, that's yes. the order of yes. these things and you're yes. like no but like you suck and you can't like, do that stuff. right low-key lucas is my least favorite character really low-key same like he frustrates, I like him. Him. He frustrates me a lot he fr- he's frustrating yeah i like him more the more I watch the show, like, yeah, watching it again. I like to see his progress, but yeah. like, and I think I do this with many shows is if I know you're supposed to be like the lead and like the show is about you, I don't like you. I think they're the I easiest do that to hate in shows and in real life, too. Do you do that? <laughs> That's a like, sick thing. A, like, give me a real okay, life. Okay, so yeah. I don't know if I talked about this last time, but something I read about sixes mm-hmm. is that we like like to rebel against authority figures Mm -hmm. i didn't ever think of myself in that way of like rebelling against authority but Mm -hmm. lately like within the past few years i've noticed it's not authority it's that it's i rebel against any person who i perceive that they sense that they have some kind of dominance over mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I can yes. perceive that about them. And I am You're like, like opening up fuck that. You, you, I am yes. not giving you what you want because also, let's be honest, I know what you want from yeah. me. I'm not giving it to you. Yeah. Exactly. Like if I know you're trying to get something you want from my body. me, I will not give it to you. <laughs> it's all men but want. That's, but that's, that's really only to people who think that they have some kind of power yes. over me. Do you think that it's never like Monica, if you were trying what? to like make me talk about something that you knew that I like probably needed to talk about, like I wouldn't rebel against that. I would talk about it because you like me. Right. But yeah. And because I yeah. don't feel yeah. like you're trying to, I don't feel like you have malicious intent. Like, I and, don't you do, feel, and you don't feel like no. I'm trying to assert my power. Right. No. Yeah. yeah. But when I feel that kind of a presence from someone, mm-hmm. I steer clear i am totally with so you that's that. interesting yeah. that you say that about lucas y'all probably react fairly poorly with eights then maybe 100 percent. yeah because i have an eight sorry mom if you're listening my mom we argue sometimes my like, mom's an eight and a two mixed yeah so lucas yeah lucas is just like always inserting himself into situations and like giving his two cents and always in a very cryptic way squinting his little eyeballs and like Ugh. just 
uh, being all like, broody. So and sometimes it's really sweet and romantic and I really do love his relationship with Peyton. But I think if I knew him in real life, I'd be like, get the fuck over yourself, yeah. dude. And pick who, like, decide pick who, who you, you want to be, be decisive. Yes, why are like, you so blinded by stuff? And like, don't tell them, I'm the guy for you, Brooke Davis, if right. you're not. If like, you exactly. don't believe that. he, I think he's the most blinded character in his romantic yeah. and i think that's because he's so consumed by his feelings in the moment and is yes. not like he doesn't see prior to that or mm-hmm. even beyond it yeah at um, times yeah that's like so frustrating where you're like oh he sees me and he gets it and stuff but he's he's saying this in a way that's just like i'm just so smart and like i need right. you to hear this whereas like some things you yeah. shouldn't say to people because yeah. you should understand the weight of your words and you should understand the connection that that's going to bring. Yes. And you should understand that you're not always right about yes. other people. Mm-hmm. I also should be saying that to myself. Same. And also, like, it doesn't mean that much coming from you. Right. Like, it doesn't always mean that much. It's going to mean more to that person when they have some kind of experience and realize it themselves. Totally. That's true. Totally. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I included the gif where he's trying to write something and then he goes, I suck. I love like, that. You suck I so much. I love that. Because we're like, literally like, we were talking that. about how, yeah, he has this good guy syndrome, right? Because yeah. we watched the episode where Peyton comes back to Tree Hill and she's so in love with him and she says, or she um, goes to Brooke's uh, opening of the store yes. and is like just talking with the bartender and he comes up and whispers Ugh. in her, his ear, her <laughs> He comes up and he whispers in her ear, uh, you're too good for him. Which and just walks I hate away. that move. And, she, and it's that. great. She comes out and she goes, you cannot say that to yeah. me. And we yeah, all of us were go like, Peyton. Yeah, because, because no, you can't. You have you do not have that power. No. You do not and have the he, power. And you don't have the right to tell her that. No. Because you're rejecting her right now. Exactly. And she loves you so much. Yeah. And he exactly. knows that And too. he knows that. Yeah. What bothered me about him too is like for someone, like a five is normally like, what's the purpose of life and yes he was very like self introspective and mm-hmm. always kind of figuring out himself but for somebody that like i do think he was selfish in many ways mm-hmm. he was pretty like absorbed with like his self identity was who he was dating he was self absorbed but not yes. and not self aware no. no you know like he he would try to figure out everybody else but himself. He exactly. thought he was figuring out who he was. He thought was. he was figuring and he just He'd felt be like, a chameleon with whoever mm-hmm. he was Exactly. Dating. So yeah. like if he was with Peyton, they would be like this broody couple together. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like it's what was meant to be. But right. like then with Brooke, I feel like he tried to be like the super outgoing, like I'm a basketball star and she's right. a cheerleader and like this is yeah. our life. Right. Like he totally and then with Lindsay, don't get me started. But like yeah. Yeah. he just kind of is a chameleon and makes his identity based on who he is dating yes with like married to whoever totally and that's i think too why he gets so confusing is because he can't decide he can't, he decide can't who pick he is. and it's like even when he's with brooke he mm-hmm. knows he should be with peyton or yes. he knows he loves peyton yeah. and even with he's even when he's with Lindsay, he like knows there's still something yeah. with peyton like there's yeah. still more that i loved they haven't gotten into yet I, and i love the moment when and i included this gift because it 
it's so good of Brooke and it's so good of Lucas because he finally gets it when she was like, you never let me all the way in. Ugh, and she's crying yes. and he makes this face like, you're so right. And I'm like, so sorry. You know, that yeah. whole her whole little <sighs> speech there is just like, yeah, the best cuts to the core. It's, it's just so it's, yeah. good. Yeah, because it's, it's so, so true. And with Lindsay and Lucas, too, uh-huh. I was happy that she broke up with him. Me too. Me too. Well, and I also and that he did not have that power of. Peyton still loves me. Right. I think I still love her too. And it was also great because you realize, because she says that she's dating someone and then he like throws the basketball down and gets, you know, um, a technical foul and all that shit. Oh, yeah. But then she that. tells him she made it up like she's actually still in love with him, but he still chooses Peyton. Yeah. Which I loved because it was like he was He, he had was a so self-realization. Obsessed. He was mm-hmm. so obsessed with winning back her, winning Lindsay back that he was so blinded by the fact that he really wants to be mm-hmm. with Peyton. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But he's so cute. He he is. He's not my guy, but he's like, not my guy, but but I don't I, like Lucas, but I like Chad Michael Murray. I would fall for Lucas and it would be a shit show. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Big time. It would Two be like together would just not work. It would be like you should love me, but you don't. <laughs> You would just sit there and be broody in the dark. Exactly. Together. And he would write like songs and he'd write poetry. <laughs> exactly. And then I would I would put music to his it would poems. Be a disaster. And he would I would not hang out with music. you guys. We, oh, we would, would we would so have an annoying. intervention. Yeah, we he would, would be like guys he's like or have you guys. met skills? Let's try Monica dating him. Yeah. Monica and Lucas. Yeah. No, we would be a really bad couple. Which I'm a four, but I'm a four wing three, so maybe it's a little different. It's a little different. Good point. Okay, save the best for last. Obviously. Miss oh Brooke Davis. She is a type seven, the enthusiast with a type eight wing, the challenger. So this one was super easy because Brooke is the type of friend that you would love to just be around all the time because she's so excited about everything she makes everyone feel really special and is always trying to like stir up shit whether it's well-intentioned or not or not obviously not well-intentioned in the beginning and then it becomes very well-intentioned at the end of the day she will fight for you exactly no matter exactly what. yes and when i looked up her some gifts on the interwebs the i used to be a bitch just for the sake of it but now yes. i do it for the people i love that's like exactly her arc as a character yeah yes yeah Absolutely. I think so too. Because she, I love, I love seven wing eights. I love eights because they say the things that we all want to say that we are too afraid to. And sometimes they can be, they can do that to a fault or be exploitative in that way. Right. When they're unhealthy. Very much so. But I think that when they're really healthy, they wholeheartedly stick up for the underdog. Yes. And say things that they're, this is what I was talking about with Emma during the Gilmore Girls one I was like they're the one that you like least want to be vulnerable around but at the end of the day it's the best one to be vulnerable around yeah and I think they're insightful in a way that's not emotional yes you know Mm -hmm. but also like not afraid to feel their emotions yes you know like and but they can be yes they can be they can be I think that Brooke like evolves into somebody who like allows herself to be seen in mm-hmm. that i feel like at first she doesn't mm-hmm. which i think is part of why her relationship with lucas just doesn't work yeah. because she she's kind of playing games with him yeah. and it's yeah. not until they like break up at like or break up whatever have that conversation at 
um, Nathan and Haley's wedding where she's mm-hmm. like, you won't just let me all the way in. Like, it's like, well, half the time you're not showing me that you want to be let in. Exactly. Yeah. You know? And you're testing so, that from him, even yeah. though you don't actually really want that. Right. Yeah. You just want the, you want the, um, like the proof pursuit. that you deserve that with somebody else. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But, um, oh think- yeah. Cause uh, seven, like does not want to be in pain. Right. And an eight does not want to be controlled. And so you can see her being like that. But I said like she's the most beautiful when she's the most vulnerable mm-hmm, and like yeah. is sitting in her pain. Yeah. And, like, yeah. And she does that. I think she does that progressively more. Me too. Throughout the series. Like she at first she's running from it all the time. But yeah. I think like once she's acquainted with it, she's like, oh, this like is a way for people to see me yes. and love me. Yeah. And so there was it's a great that. There was a great quote from Enneagram and Coffee, which we can hate on sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but I saw something about a seven. It was just like realizations for each type or something. And uh-huh. a seven was like, I bring so much light to people, to people's lives, but I do not have to be a light always. Mm. And I was yeah. like, that's exactly it. Yeah. That's true. You know, because I think so like, good. you know, me telling Grace you know this weekend that she is so good at like bringing people together and like being extroverted and all that stuff it's like that's such a gift and like please keep doing that because it helps people but like know that you that's not who you are right and if you don't do that then that's like you know you're still my friend right you know that's not why i keep you around yeah right yeah Yeah. i think we see that a lot too when she got beat up Mm -hmm. and like she went into such like a numbness yeah Yeah. i was gonna say depression but numbness would be like a better word where she just felt defeated Mm -hmm. and she normally is the light Mm -hmm. in everybody's life where she just like has this personality that's so like optimistic and like out there and outgoing and so for her to be so like numb yeah and feel like it's so weird to like see. it's yeah, it was it so is. weird it's to see jarring. because she just like would show be like well everything sucks anyway or like you know yeah. and she just and she and didn't open up about she didn't it. tell people about no. it because she, she only wants, tells deb she wants to yeah. be who i love <laughs> and deb yeah. gives her a hug and she goes i'm not gonna cry i'm not gonna cry it's fine Ugh, like, yeah that moment breaks my heart so it's so much. sad it's and so, like but it's so real. and it's, it's not so until like i feel like q's funeral where she really just allows like sadness yeah mm-hmm. and because really so, yeah and it's because it's yeah i like also, that's so interesting if you're listening to this and you don't want to watch all of one tree hill i totally understand there's nine seasons it's way that too much episode, watch that episode it's and i'll so put good. that song in the we post or something it's called? quiet in my town by civil twilight it's yes civil so twilight good. is so good at accompanying cinematic moments it's with their so music good. it literally it's such a good episode it, like, chills mm-hmm. all over my body and Same. like it's because like she loves jamie yeah and she wants to be there for him yeah and then in this moment she just like and she's like this, how can this kid feel all these things and i can't and i can't express like yeah. this terrible thing that happened to me i can't talk to my yeah friend that was also people a, that love me that was a great mm-hmm. Haley moment because she yes. goes out and she's like Hey, I know that like you ob- like obviously this thing is more present right now because Q was literally murdered. But like I want, and she doesn't even know that she's been beat up. Exactly, she just thinks she's like falling down the stairs, which sucks. Yeah. But it's like she's like your pain still matters, you yes. know. Yeah. And I love that moment because that's so true. Oh it is because we always think, oh, someone's pain is bigger than mine, so I just yeah. need to shut up. Yeah, like and 
too, like, she covers that up because she's, like, really happy for Lucas and Peyton. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, it's, you can have both at the same time. Yeah. Like, you can have joy and feel excited for your friends even when you're in, like, really deep pain. Yeah. And, like, you can see them in that and they can see you in what you're dealing with, too. Yes. And that's okay. Brooke's arc really shows, like, all the types of... Mm-hmm like levels of personality where you can be like the highest of highs, lowest of lows, yes. but still like this great character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And I think too, I mean, we can talk about this more when we talk about her and Julian, yeah, but true. I think like she finds her balance there. Yes. yes. Like she lets, she allows for both of those to happen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Finally there. Totally. Like in a way that she couldn't even with Peyton. Yeah, totally. But definitely. And I included that she's the most beautiful crier on the planet. Like, the most beautiful. <laughs> it's insane. I just, like, strive to be like her in every way. Right. Every way. Even when I her cry. Her yeah. voice. <laughs> well, it was I so cry. funny. So I was um, in Austin this past week, and I met up with my... Did you see her? Was she there? She was oh there, but of course, I, uh, no, I didn't see her. Uh, I would have girlfriend. texted you immediately. But I... Should I tell my story again? Yeah. Go for it. But you're in the middle of something, so you finish. Well, no, I was just saying that I went... I got drinks with two of my friends from high school, and... We started talking about like TV show characters that we like were crushing on and stuff. And someone mentioned One Tree Hill. And I was like, yeah, like Lucas is really cute and stuff. And my friend Jessica goes, but honestly, like I was into Brooke. <laughs> and I was like, Same. Um, there's just something about her. She's just like, she's the so coolest. strong. Yes. Even when she's not. Yes. And I'm like, I want to be weak like that, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, honestly, it's her voice. Like so every time I get sick. And I like lose and I get my raspy voice. And I'm like, I'm like, how long can I keep this? How long can this happen? <laughs> <laughs> um, but so Addison did um, have an encounter with her, and she oh she gosh. should share this. I'll keep it short. Um, so Jedediah Jenkins had a book signing at Parnassus in Nashville. I follow him him on Instagram, uh-huh. <laughs> and he's a really great writer. Um, I went to his book signing. I they're best friends. I knew I had a f- really good feeling she was going to be there. So I was not going for her, but I was freaking out because I knew she was going to be there. Yeah. And, and so if you went there for her. Because I, I mean, I didn't because yeah. I'd bought the book anyway and wanted him to sign it. So I go and I'm there and I like look out the window and I see her walking in with her friend. And I'm like, what? shit, what do I do? Because I was like, I want to talk to her, but I'd heard her talk on Dax's podcast about like, or maybe it was before that even. I can't mm-hmm. remember. I think it may have been before that. Um, just like not like people see people have watched her show forever and like see her on their phones every day. But like she has no idea who they are. So when they come up to meet her in public, they have this weird expectation from her. And yeah. she's like, but like, I've never seen you before in my life. I don't I can't. Right. give you what you need from yes. me right like, i can connect with you yeah, yeah um and it's it's just very different because like we all feel like we know her but like we right. know brooke davis that's not necessarily who she is as right. a human being although i think it's probably pretty close um yeah. but you know i don't know um so anyways i like saw a lot of girls going up to her like asking for pictures and she was being so sweet being really kind about it but I could just like tell she did not want she did not want that like she was there celebrating her friend yeah. and like wanted it to be about her friend and not about her um and so I was like I'm just gonna like not I'm just not gonna 
say anything. It's like don't meet your heroes too, because you don't yeah. want like a bad experience. I'd right. Rather have no experience I, I was like, yeah. yeah, and I like liked. I don't know. It was. I just wanted to be respectful of her and yeah. like her being a human, just being there celebrating someone that she yeah. is, someone she loves and who she's excited for. So. Absolutely. Um, I didn't really talk to her, but she was talking to some. I was waiting in line to get my book signed, and she was talking to some people behind me. And she uh, was talking about like weird places that she'd autographed things before. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if it was like a guy's back or a guy's head or something. Like but she's, yeah, something. It wasn't, it was <laughs> it wasn't not, his butt. it wasn't his okay, butt, good. but it was like, I feel like it was his head or something his back. Kind of weird. Something kind of yeah, odd. unusual. Yeah. And, um, she was like, yeah, he asked me to sign it so he could go get it tattooed the next day. And me and the girl in front of me, like, looked at each other and we were like, oh, my gosh. And so we turned around and we are like, that is so creepy. And she goes, I know, right? And yes. we just, like, giggled about it for a second. I love it. It's and just that's, like, like, the perfect moment. That's yeah. all I would want. Yeah. And, like, she will never remember that. No. She will never remember, like, a right. bad fan experience of me. Exactly. No. Right. No, exactly. It's just, like, you had this moment with her words. Like, for a brief instant, y'all were friends that just, like, were on the same, like, Yeah. Point. And just, like, we were just real people together in the right. same place. you would do the same thing to a normal stranger. A non-celebrity right. yeah, yeah. Probably and, so. you, and you love those moments where you just connect with someone, yes. like, really yeah. quickly that's a stranger. And you're just, like, yeah, that's yeah. so Having weird, a, right? a quick moment, like... Yes. Quick moment. <laughs> wow. Let's have a quick moment. A okay. Quick moment. And, um, anyways. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you would rather have like a simple favor moment with her on the couch, like drinking a martini, have a little brief make, make out. out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> quick moment. <laughs> quick moment. So now we have our relationship section. Um, there's some platonic, some romantic. The first one is Miss Brooke Davis and Miss P. Sawyer. Well, the sun gonna rise in a mile, in a mile, you'll be free. Who are a type four and a type seven. And it's cute because this is me and my friend Katie Etchart. Brooke Penelope Davis. Brooke Penelope Davis. And this is an interesting one to me because I I feel drawn to sevens in friendships. And sometimes it's not good because fours and sevens are very different in kind of important areas. They're really, but also really similar in important areas. So like they're both very passionate about life and like, can like talk about stuff forever and can be excited and like whatever and like they can be really complimentary because a seven can you know bring a four out of their moodiness and be like let's go have a good time whereas a four can be like hey this happened to you let's talk about it let's take a second you know but if kind of really big issues arise a lot of times the seven just wants to downplay it and keep going and like the worst thing for a four is for a seven or for anybody to like invalidate the way that they feel yes so it becomes this big thing um and it can be a small thing that just kind of escalates and so like we said earlier i love how different peyton and brooke are but Mm -hmm. like obviously they've been friends since they were little and so like that foundation was built so early on and so we see how like passionate they are and like how complimentary they are and like how good they are for each other but when especially issues with like Lucas comes up, Brooke can be very <laughs> abrasive and yeah. and mean. And obviously that's very justified in a yeah. lot of ways. Um, but whereas Peyton gets really upset and withdrawn and like can't really like express herself. And especially the second time that it happens, like it sucks, but like. That is the worst. Yeah. It's the worst. That one is the worst. Because 
I love that we love that scene where they're fighting in the front yard. Oh, yes. it's my favorite. <laughs> it's Peyton so was like, funny. So good. Peyton was like, I was just honest with you and you got mad at me. And it's like, yeah, it sucked. And like, that was not the way to tell her. Right. But but that one comes from that's a different scene. That's when they see the sex tape. Yeah, that's after. the Oh, sex tape. yeah. So that so, so she's they also find out, like Peyton freaks out because she was like. You got mad at me when I just kissed Lucas. Like right. you right. had sex with, with Nathan, my boyfriend, right. and we yeah. were together while at they the were time. dating. Like, but also, this is a classic early two thousands show where they're yes. blaming the women because True. who blames Nathan? I mean Haley because she's just like God. You have screwed everybody on the planet. Yeah, but yeah. Peyton's not mad at her at him. No, and no. Like, why wouldn't you be? I'd probably be more mad at my friend too. I was always I would like too. very. That, it's like, I mean, that's it's like, a, I don't care about him like, anymore. That's a betrayal. No. Yes. that's a betrayal. Yeah. And it's like, I don't even think Peyton was mad, like, about the actual act. Yeah. It was, like, the hypocrisy. Yes. And, like, yeah, totally. And everything else that was going on yes. in her life I at mean, the time, too. Totally. Like, There's so much just, going on that Brooke didn't like, know about. It was, like, that was just one more thing. And yes. that kind of, not to say it wasn't justified, because it totally was. Mm-hmm. But, like, But, I, I yeah, know. I love how much they get into it, because yeah. they could ignore their issues and stuff. But they just, like a lot of times get to the root of it and, and up until that it. point there was a lot that they just kind of like swept under Glossed the rug yeah. like yeah. they like they talked about it but they hadn't dealt with it right. they hadn't yeah. hashed any of it it was out. just kind of like time had passed and they're like okay i'm over it i guess right but yeah. it's like they didn't really like get to the root of it which is really and important. i think like earlier in season four brooke like realizes Lucas doesn't want me. He mm-hmm. wants Peyton. Yeah. And I think she has that realization. Yeah. And kind of moves forward. Right. Well, and I appreciate um, last time we talked about this because I was kind of defending Peyton kissing Lucas when they're like, she thinks she might die. Oh, mm-hmm. the, and the Addison library. was like, I would never kiss your boyfriend if I thought you were dying. I would never, Monica. I would never do that. And I would never kiss your boyfriend either. Thanks. But I wouldn't either. Thanks. Just to clarify, I would neither. I would never kiss anybody's boyfriend, even if I was. Bring dying. up with your boyfriend, because no. <laughs> I'm dying <laughs> in the library. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Wait, I feel like I had one oh, more thing to oh, say please. about the two of them, and I and also we should wrap it up with like something a little more positive. Yeah. True. Yeah. Good point. But I'm trying to remember what it was that I was going to say. <laughs> what it was. They're at the end of the day, like they've yeah. been through so much, but the they the day, they're can, another day older. They're another day, older. and that's all you can say for the life of the pork. <laughs> it's true, and I think it just kind of shows like the shiny moments of their types, like yeah. fours. I think like the support of others, mm-hmm. even if they are more independent, mm-hmm. and a Brooke and seven, I feel like are super protective of their people, mm-hmm. and I don't think that Brooke's gonna like let a stupid boy affect a very long-lasting friendship. Totally. That has the roots and the foundation yeah. to remain strong. Yeah. yeah. I think, too, with Brooke and Lucas's relationship at the end, the second time, it was kind of a pride thing for her. Like, mm-hmm. she knew that it wasn't right. She knew she didn't need him or miss him anymore. Right. And maybe that, made all the stuff that happened with Peyton affect her more because she was like, I really don't even know that I want this, but it's mine right now. Yeah. And that's being threatened. And mm-hmm. so I have to defend it. Yeah. Um, that was maybe what I was going to say earlier. I, I can't totally remember. Agree. But 
I don't know. I feel like they kind of are each other's compass. And without the other one, they fall off the rails a little bit. Like yeah, every wow. time they're not like strong. Yeah. Every time they're not like together, like strong, like shit happens. Yeah. And they like need each other to, they don't, don't need each other, yeah. but they, they're stronger really together. Yeah. They, they they're stronger other. together and they, and they support each other so well. And yeah, I love the fifth season. Like they come back to each other because yeah. that's home. Yeah. Because they both don't have a good support system with their family. They're each other's no. family. They're right. really like sisters. Right. You know? They are. We love you, Brooke and Pena. We love, we love forever. you. Forever. So now we're going to move on to Real Brothers, the basis of the show, Mr. Luke Gus and Nathan <laughs> Scott. I said, are you going to be my girl? I think I said this the last time. What's up? That... Like, how did they just figure out that they're brothers? Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, like, it's not like Lucas just came to town. Right, like, they grew up in a small town of Tree Hill. I guess they just didn't interact. Yeah, I guess, like, Lucas is like, I play basketball on the river court. Right, and, and I literally like, only hang out I'm a fancy, on the river court. Like, I'm a fancy inside yeah. basketball and guy. let's say, like, that's the beginning of high school, I guess. Yeah. Like, middle school, like, you play sports, but, like, it's not the same. So it's not like he was, like, watching Nathan at the high school basketball that's games, true. maybe. That's true. But, like, they have the same know. last name, and they're, like, in the same yeah. class. It's weird that they didn't, like, interact more than And I feel did. like the rumor yeah. probably was, like, going on for a while. Yeah. But I guess, like, once... If I could describe Na- <laughs> Lucas <laughs> oh in one God. word. Bastard. Bastard. <laughs> Oh, who does, what I is, hate that scene. What does Lucas say about that. Peyton? Alone or something. Lonely. 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 I oh, think. I love I think that, that's though. What he oh, it's so good, though. Oh, my and gosh. it's it's so true. It's so true. But I think, too, with Nathan, because that was when he was like, that's when his, like, when we said he, he he's could kind of be an eight. an eight. Yeah, like really is like eight. it shines through because, like, the competitiveness and, like, yeah. being rude mm-hmm. and, like, being rude. <laughs> I don't know. But no, yeah. he totally is. Yeah. You know, and Seriously. just like I hate him. Like and I, I want to be the best Scott. And brother. I was like, mm-hmm. like you're a bastard. So I'm not like that sort of thing. It was so great because I didn't really know much about the show, and so at first, because you know you're figuring out who's gonna end up with who, and I was right. like, are Lucas and Haley supposed to end up because they're like best friends, right? And I was like, I don't want that. So that was great because that never yeah, happens. Thank God yeah. that didn't. Happen. And then Nathan, I was like, is he supposed to be like this hottie? I was like, I don't think he's cute at all. Like he kind of had some like pimples and shit. <laughs> Don't talk and he looked about like a chicken Nathan like that. He looked like a I chicken. can't well, do the chicken. If a guy, thing. if a guy is a douche and treats people badly, I'm not gonna think he's attractive. Like it's really um, hard for me. Yikes. Like that's how I feel about. Like I'll just, I'll be like, you're not that hot. You know, I'm the opposite. Yeah. Which is probably a character flaw of mine. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh. But see, <laughs> <laughs> but what's feels very dope was. That's for a tigger. <laughs> Guys, we've got never done that. Um, but I think, like, but maybe that's a character fall or whatever. But I, don't know. I think maybe a character fall for me is I would fall for a Lucas who is seemingly good but not good. Right. You that's know? a good point. Yeah. So it might be better to fall for someone that's just like bad. Who then becomes a really good person. Great. Exactly. So, like, we both got our stuff. I mean, we all got our stuff. I mean, we all got our stuff. Guys, we all got our stuff. So, yeah, I, I, Lucas and Nathan, Nathan are very different, very. But I think they do a good job because they do a good job with each other. Because Lucas is more 
in touch with his feelings and like in touch with the literary elements and stuff and like he can he can speak some truth into Nathan's life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whereas Nathan could be like, dude, let's just like have a good time and like do well yeah. on the basketball court. I think too though that Nathan begins to realize that he has some like real issues and yeah. that he needs someone like Lucas to help him tap into the feelings part of it and like understanding why he is angry or whatever it may be. Like I feel like he kind of needs that orientation to figure some things out. And I feel like it just shows that like, like none of us are only children, but I feel like them finding out that they're brothers, like they decide to accept the fact that they're brothers Mm -hmm. and then they also decide to become friends. Yeah. And they can rely on each other to help, you know, with whatever's going on in their life. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool that they already have that bond and they have to learn how to become friends because obviously most most siblings, you know, know each other from the beginning. And and sometimes they learn how to be friends later. Yeah. But I feel like maybe Lucas and Nathan like learned how to be friends and then learned how to be brothers. Yeah. 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 They had like the common enemy of Dan. Yeah. And they could kind of like, you know, family's a beautiful thing because you can't choose who your family is. Right. And Nate, but Nathan and Lucas could choose not to be with each other, right? right. And so, In but they way, do choose each other. They got to choose each other. Yeah, which is so nice. Yeah. All right, so now we're gonna move on to some romantic relationships. Romance. Uh, and first up, we got Brooke and Julian, who are four and a seven. Forever can never be long enough for me. And this one's fun because it's the same as Peyton and Brooke, but Julian has a different wing than Peyton. Um, And yeah, I think Addison said something earlier that was really good. That was like they, Julian finally allows her to be like every aspect of herself. And because I think Lucas kind of makes her almost feel like she's not enough and like doesn't make her feel like she's deep enough and he's always challenging her but in a way that's kind of like I'm challenging you to just challenge you yeah in a way that enables both of them to play games with each other like with I feel like with Julian Brooke feels completely safe to be whatever she is whenever she is whatever she is like (laughs) there's no like I feel this way but I'm gonna pretend that that's not the case and I feel this way she's just she can be very honest mm-hmm. and even honest about being scared or like yeah. honest about like the last time I was in a relationship, I got really screwed over and yeah. that's why this is hard for me. Yes. Like it's not, she doesn't feel like she has to cover things up mm-hmm. even when she is scared. Yeah. She's still yeah. open about them. And I think, yeah, obviously Brooke has been really like hurt by past relationships and she doesn't feel like she can trust anybody, especially when she really likes somebody because that scares mm-hmm. her a lot. And so julian who is like kind of like we we've said i think in the um, character section like his starts out a little unhealthy or a little like deceptive because you don't know who he is but once he becomes just fully himself and like really healthy like a four i think can be really certain about somebody and can be very kind of romantic but also realistic and so i think with her he's just sure about her from the beginning and just kind of waits for her to mm-hmm. be sure about him. Yeah. And that doesn't really hurt his feelings because he's just like, I know that you've been hurt, so I need you to, like, I'm fine to yeah. be patient. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of the scene where he goes into the store 
and looking for Brooke, but mm-hmm. Victoria's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he makes the correlation of like, you must be Victoria, like, and he just sees the similarities with his dad, but mm-hmm. then he kind of makes a full circle moment, like, you have no control over Brooke's feelings, and like, I know that she doesn't want to be with me right now, but like, I'm willing to wait, and one day she will. Yeah. And like, I love that scene. It's just mm-hmm. like, too, he's such a boss. Yeah. And he's I, so like, sure of himself, and yes. knows that like, she's the one for him, and he knows that like one day they'll end up together. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you said with their parents, like the fact that they're so similar, that really Mm -hmm. bonds them because they both have this like pressure from their parents to be perfect and to achieve. And they think that they have to earn their love. Yeah. Whereas with each other, they don't have to do that. Exactly. Even though they've been damaged by that. And that's why it's so new to them because they're like, oh, I don't have to earn this with you. So that is like really cool, but really scary. Yeah. And I think that's also part of why like he's willing to be so patient with her. Mm -hmm. Like I think that that, I don't know. Yeah. I think he knows I had a better understanding of that when I started talking than when I finished. So he has a. He He understands where understands where it comes from. So he's not like. That's why he, he yeah no, he totally. has compassion for that and he's yes. able he's willing to be patient he, and he has empathy for it yeah even because he yeah. has experienced it yeah. himself. exactly totally. I also his um proposal is one of my favorites because you know you think about the way that you want to be proposed to right I mean we're girls right we think I about that so I can't remember how does he propose so he has <laughs> it's like I don't think about that. <laughs> I just there are things that I don't let myself think yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, one same. Of them, yeah. I'll be honest, but we are being hopeful. Yeah, twenty nineteen. <laughs> That's my. It's the year of possibility. So it's we'll see what happens. It's the year of being hopeful. <laughs> it's the year of stop seeing hope as a curse. That's my thing. Cool. It's just like things are possible. Believe in it. Well, yeah. Same kind of same kind of thing. I will think of a two thousand nineteen mantra. Yeah. And Anyways, get back to you. Yeah. But. Julian, they go for like a walk when they're in that ski lodge. Oh, that's right. And he says something oh about Jamie. Gosh. And he's like, oh my God, Jamie like made this thing that's like so funny. Do you want to see it? And she's like, yeah. And then he it's puts so his, sweet. put the ring in her hand and goes, oh, sorry. No, that's the ring that I got you. He's like, oh, that's not what it is. That's yeah. the ring that I bought And that's you. so cute. And I like, love that. I, that was, I would love that. I forget the layer seasons. Yeah. Like, I remember that. That's, like, that is so, so sweet. sweet. Yeah. His little smirk. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cute. I just love his friends. I love them. I just said at the end, it's like, it's so great to see Brooke finally get what she She deserves. She finally gets it. And it's like, it is so pure. And it's not like, and it's exactly what she needs. And not only do like we see that, but like I see her see that. Yes. Which is what makes it so And that's what's so great about Brooke's character because you first see her and you're like, oh, she's so popular. She's so pretty. Mm -hmm. She's so whatever. Like she's got it all. You kind of expect her to be the one that like gets gets it all figured out like immediately. Yeah. Yeah. She's the first one because that's who we expect to finish first. Right. Yeah. And she's the last one. And she. And it's so worth it. Probably because she's so, so worth it. gets strong. the best experience. Exactly. Too. Yes. Yeah. Because it's like there's no. Who wants to end up with your high school? Right. <laughs> and who doesn't want to end up with Julian? Right. And like they have their own like issues and drama yeah. and stuff. But it's nothing like Peyton and Lucas and all that stuff. It's just like. Exactly. It, they're so mature by it's the so time It's so worth it the wait. Yeah. Lucas and Brooke. If I don't say this now. I will show Type five with type seven. So complicated. It is, but honestly, I am a Brucus stan. Are you? I Early read. years. Like obviously yeah. I don't think they were meant to be together. No, but I like, love them in high school. I, I loved too. their I scenes really together. Me too. 
Oh, if yeah. it was like aesthetically pleasing for me or like what the deal was. Opposites attract. I mean, it was very yeah, they, intriguing. And they I feel had like some, he, like she brought out like a fun side to yeah, him. Yeah, mm-hmm. a reckless side. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I said. It's like he, I think they're so intrigued by each other because she brought out, you know, an outgoing side to him and then he was able to like see things about her that yes. she couldn't recognize herself. And like made her realize those things about herself and also that like she could be seen and loved in those moments yes. too. Yeah, and I think that's the reason that they dated each other to yeah. expose that for each other. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I feel like Brooke was I mean, I don't know about his experiences before the show started like <laughs> filming. Right. I mean we we don't know we don't we don't know about his like middle we don't school know relationship. About, like fourteen year old or his like first kiss. But like yeah. I'm pretty sure Brooke was his first girlfriend. Yeah. I think, I so. I think we're supposed yeah. to think that, yeah. And I think like I have in my notes that I feel like she was the fr- like the perfect first girlfriend. Yes. yes. Because I feel like he's now in the cool club mm-hmm. and like you gotta have like the cheerleader girlfriend and and it kind of exposes him to a different life. Yeah. Because the women in his life were not sevens no i don't know what karen is but, <laughs> <laughs> but she's not a seven no. <laughs> we could never break back because <laughs> we know how much monica loves karen Lucas, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> but like you want something different we think she might be a one I think, we, I think we said that yeah yeah and i don't know what other like girls were in his and Haley. Haley's a two Haley's a and two. like but yeah, Brooke was so different like for him. Like a big personality yeah. to really bring him yeah. out of his shell. Totally. Like the, I feel like Karen is a very s- strong, you know. She'd be a one. Yeah, you're yeah, right. She's yeah, she's a very strong like character, very strong like woman figure in his life. Totally. But like Brooke is strong in a different way completely. Totally. Yes. In a way. And not that like Karen is like a victim or plays that. But like sometimes she does. And Brooke is and just she's a mom. Like, like. And she's a mom. She's a mom. Yeah. And so he, because she's a mom, like he won't see her in certain ways exactly. because he's her, she's her, she's God. his mom. God. And turkey sandwiches. Apologies on the side. <laughs> the worst line in television fucking history. But Brooke is like, I don't know. I don't even know what my point is. Forget it. Yeah. No, but I just she's, think like it was like he's not going to date somebody like his mom no yeah he's not going to date somebody like his best friend right like, he's gonna want to go for something different and he's a five who likes to explore yeah. and like and learn historically a five and a seven should be a good pairing which is I told, probably I told, why i like them so much i told grace and philip this weekend that um i couldn't remember if i mentioned them in the podcast but um they are a five and a seven now they're in it and they work really well but philip is so much of a healthier five than oh my gosh <laughs> Light years healthier. Light years healthier. Congrats, Phil. Yes, you're doing great. Um, but yeah, I I just said at the end, like I love how their friendship evolves mm-hmm. because it's so yes. they break up early enough that they can time can pass. Yes, time yeah. can pass, and they yeah they're just really sweet friends. And Brooke is like wholeheartedly rooting for him and Peyton mm-hmm. to get together because she's like I love when she's like when the whole Lindsay thing's happening. She's like I've been in, the, in between. Uh, Lucas and Peyton and like it doesn't work it sucks yeah <laughs> and she's just like so objective now she's like I see it now and it doesn't work and like y'all belong together and everyone knows it so just yeah freaking do it and I think in high school you like at the time you're like this is life like yeah what is gonna happen like it's so hard he is my it's boyfriend so yeah and it's the biggest thing in the world we like are meant to be together and then you go and experience like like I'm now 27 years old I will be 
going to oh i don't know that i'm going but my 10-year high school reunion will be next year yeah if i got caught up with like every little thing in high school i would be miserable Mm -hmm. like it would not work out anyway so it's like she and the moment is like oh my gosh like this is the biggest thing to me and like lucas loves peyton more than me but then she gets Julian in the end. And it's like, if you had just settled for Lucas, then you would have never met Julian. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. everything happens with a purpose. <laughs> not for a reason. Not for a reason. Everything with a purpose. Everything That's has a right. purpose, but not everything has a, happens for a reason. That's right. And Brooke and Lucas have the best dialogue, like between the two of them. Yes. It's clutch. All of it. It's the best. It's just it's so good. Brooke and Lucas. Yes. Yeah, they have great like they great, have great fights. Yes. Great fights. Great fights. But like and not, I'm wondering not if fights, that's because they like, like were together in real life too. Yeah. If they no, can really I bring heard, that to Well, she said on on Dax's podcast that like the writers would like they were kind of like the worst and they would bring in like elements of people's personal lives and write them into the and show, into which the is really well, not that's cool. why I was going to say that earlier when we were talking about um Brooke and Peyton and the sex tape. I'm pretty sure that they did the whole Brooke and Nathan getting together as they got together in real life. Because they dated very briefly. Brooke and Nathan did? Yeah. Oh, they did, yeah. Oh. Very, very briefly. The, the, the sex tape they, they did that? I think it happened around the same time. Really? Interesting. So that's why I was like, they're just trying to get them together because they're dating in real life, which I hate yeah. those moments. Me but too. at the same time, like... It kind yeah. of pushed the show a little further. But yeah, like, maybe I mean maybe that's why the chemistry in those like really intense scenes was so good. It's so cuz they had a real relationship yeah. off-screen. Yeah. Next we have probably the most popular relationship on the show. My <laughs> personal favorite. Nathan and Haley, 3 and 2. I dare you. Or it's always and forever. Always and forever. forever. Not forever and always. Hate that song. (laughs) Will you play that for their life? Um, Have you heard the piano version? Everybody always asks me that. Forever (laughs) and always. Not a big T. Hate it when you're there and I hate it when you're gone. Hate it when it rains and I hate when there's sun. That's, that's not, not even but it's similar really how it goes. That <laughs> Nathan and Haley are just so great because they're so different. Yeah. And they were kind of, they were unexpected. They were unexpected that far me. <laughs> they were unexpected <laughs> at the beginning. Because I didn't know yeah, anything no. about like who was supposed to end up with who. And so once it started, I was like, oh, I like this. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could, you could already see like, oh, she's going to make him a better person. And not even like she's going to make him a better person but more like she's going to bring out who he really is. Yeah. 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 And I think similarly to what I said about like Brooke and Lucas being so different, mm-hmm. Nathan and Haley being so different, like she really grounds him and like mm-hmm. teaches him how to be a good person mm-hmm. and just like influences positively. Yeah. And they just end up being the best couple. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so, I remember being like, okay, they got married at the end of season one. I know there's nine seasons. Like, how are they going to last? How are they going to keep me interested? Yeah. I honestly mm-hmm. was like, is she going to break up with him for Chris Keller? Is that like what I'm supposed to be rooting for? Like, I was kind of right. confused. But I love how much they go through. And like, it's such a good 
depiction. I mean, it's obviously very unrealistic. A lot of the show, right. the whole show, is. Is. but I love watching them go through so much shit because you have to see them working through all of that. Yeah, and it's very you know, yeah. Season young three couples. might be one of my favorites where they yeah. are getting back together, and oh, it's like a so slow, sweet. you know, a slow pro- progress, and then yeah. you know, getting their vows renewed, yeah. and you know, kind of becoming who they were yeah and, and, it's, and even stronger and even stronger and it's so sweet because at first you see like Haley is just so enamored with nathan right like, who wouldn't be and obviously he's enamored with her but like the fact that she becomes this rock star and so mm-hmm. she kind of becomes who he was who's kind of yeah. this like all-star and like yeah. hot and he, desirable like, jealousy yeah and so and then so wanting to win her back is hard and then he just becomes so jaded but then she comes back and so she has to fight for him so mm-hmm. it's great to see them like fight for each other mm-hmm. and I love the scene where she's finally like I don't remember what happens but he's like uh, he's going through something and she's he's like can you stay with me and she was like yes I thank one. god you're asking me to mm-hmm. do that and the Batman kiss and everything so yeah. Good. Yeah. I one of the things I, I think I said this last time um like love most about that whole like second courtship Mm -hmm. if you will is like how realistic it is and it's not like they just get back together and it's fine like they they go through it like it it takes so much time and it takes a long time and like I think what makes it so painful for Nathan the whole time is like he never stops loving her yeah but he just he's so hurt by it the whole time and she when she comes back finally, I can't remember what she says, but he's like, I love you, but I just don't trust you or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And it's just, it's like says a lot about like who he is. Like he's still loyal to her, mm-hmm. but like he, I don't know, he needs it back. Like he needs her to yeah give it back to him and he still believes that she can, but yeah. And it's, it's like almost disarming like he to doesn't see him. totally believe it. Yet. Yeah. It's disarming to see him be like that. Yeah. Because he's always so confident. And so, yeah. you know. Yeah. 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 But I love just like how they make each other feel the way that they've never felt before. Because yeah. he has always felt like he has to prove um prove to people why he's lovable, you know, and she just wants to get to know him and love him for who he is. Whereas she has always been like, oh, I just help everybody and I'm mm-hmm. the tutor girl and all this stuff. And he's like the first one to be like, no, like you're hot. And like, yeah. I yeah. want to like, he makes her feel really attractive. Um, The way that she makes him feel like no one in his circle of friends in season one could ever make him feel that way. Exactly. Like, totally. He could never find that from anyone outside yeah. of Haley. And even like Deb has her moments with him, but mm-hmm. then slips into being really crazy and stuff. So he right. can't trust the way that she sees him. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. In the yeah. article, too, one of the lines you wrote were twos like to feel proud of their loved ones, threes want to make their partner proud. And I felt I like that? it's in the article. Sweet. And maybe it was from something else. I think it might have been. Yeah. And like the scene that I thought, because it is true, like Haley always wants to be proud of um, Nathan for any of his accomplishments. She wants to be the one that's there supporting him. Mm -hmm. And he is always trying to do right by Haley. Mm -hmm. And so the the scene that I always think of. She's a good person. (laughs) 
<laughs> the scene I always think of in that scenario is as he's like losing the game because Dante told him to. Mm-hmm. And she like comes in after the doctor appointment and he was like, if I don't go to Duke, like, will that be enough? Like, and oh, she's and she goes, like, of course, of course, yeah. like whatever's like right for us yeah. and like our son. And, he's like, like that's if I never finds. play basketball yeah. again, like, and if yeah. I never like, and they just and have kind of expect her to be like, what's going on? Or exactly. Like, she's all she's just like, of course. Like, but then so she sweet. like tells him that they're having a son yeah. and then it's like this moment. It's so cute. And it's like that type of conversation. She's just wants to be so proud of him. Yeah. And she goes, but he's going to be pretty embarrassed if you lose this game. Right. So you better go out there <laughs> right. and win. That's so right. True. Like yeah. those types of moments I love to see. Mm-hmm. And then. And like when they're being healthy about it. That's yes. Like and that's like the, the healthy. Yeah, yeah. And then I wrote when it's unhealthy. Twos feel that threes are too focused on success or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. And are missing the really valuable things in life. And that reminds me of in season five when he's he can't walk. Yeah. He's dirty and gross and laying on the couch. <laughs> and dirty. she like he's really chickeny. She like <laughs> he's really chickeny. And she like basically is yelling at him and he's just like, I used to be somebody, like you don't get it. Like, you know, I was gonna be like this basketball star, and she reacts like you have a family that loves you. How do you not see that? Yeah. We're the valuable things. We're Basketball doesn't matter. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's not and why so I love that's you. That's like, yeah. I think a pivotal moment too for them where he kind of realizes like, yeah, I need to be there for my family. What yeah. I love because they both have these like performing at like um, aspirations, yeah. and it's they're the healthiest when it's not like she's singing because she thinks that's going to make her attractive, and he's perfor- or he's playing basketball really well because he thinks that's what makes him you know, valuable or whatever. It's more, it's just so a part of their identity and they have to do it to feel like themselves. And so when they just do it like altruistically, then it's the best. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's a little unrealistic. (laughs) You're like, oh, I'm just going to like go on a world tour really quick because I can. (laughs) Because I can. And I like, I hate all that stuff. (laughs) Red bedroom (laughs) records and, you know. Um, I think I said this last time, like I love that Peyton's like into like The Cure and like, you know, just all these like emo bands and then, she signs freaking Kate Vogel and Haley James Scott. And I'm like, you wouldn't what like that music. Yeah. I yeah. do. I know but you guys hate Hallelujah. <laughs> like I said last time, it gives a lot of share vibes. <laughs> Don't be so afraid. Oh, I was oh. supposed to find out that song that I actually liked of hers. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll yeah. look I know, I do actually but like It's Only Life. Her voice is just I like, forget, Ugh, what? Back to the state championship. When, yes. You yes. Know, I feel like, um, like in that moment, he's like, if this is as good as it gets for us, like, will that be enough for you? And she's like, yeah, of course. Yeah. And then says the thing about like, but like you better win this game or like your son's <laughs> going to be embarrassed. Oh, he like, like realizes in that moment, like what he wants and what he, who he is would be proud to be yeah and decides Mm. to go be that and like finish the game and win the game and not like shave points um and i feel like they are both really good at um elevating one another to like be their best selves and not necessarily being like hey i'll love you if you do this really cool thing exactly they're like i want you to do what you love and like be proud of who you? you are because of that exactly and yes. i'll be proud of you no matter what that looks like exactly totally. um and i feel like that was like one of those moments for nathan like 
Haley kind of enabled him to see what he wanted Mm -hmm. for himself in that moment, whether or not she realized it. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that. That's so true. And like, I feel like we always saw Haley as like the one bringing him up and like mm-hmm. kind of being the helper. And then in was it season seven where her mom dies and she goes through a little, a little funk, and he really works hard at picking up the pieces. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know that this is working, but like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's good at this. I don't know if I am. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. They just like. Yeah, even if they don't think they're doing the right thing, they're still going to, like, fight for each other. Yeah, and he even, like, tries to recreate certain moments from earlier in their life, and Mm -hmm. she's just, like, not happy and trying to be happy, Mm -hmm. but she's not. And he's just, you know, those kind of reminded me of, like, The Notebook, how he tries to recreate certain (laughs) moments to jog her memory. Even though she doesn't, she's not lost her memory, she's just sad. (laughs) (laughs) She's just irritated, like, what are you doing? Get over it. (laughs) I'm, just, I'm totally I kidding. didn't like that part of I'm totally getting no like obviously that's it made so sad, me very sad but it was just like a little like oh it's more just like we didn't know her mom throughout the whole thing yeah. right. so if we did we would have been kind like, of came out of we would have been like it wasn't oh, the shit. most believable plot line yes. yes yeah I do think it was kind of now Nanny Carey show <laughs> I think yeah. it was necessary to show Haley not always being like yeah the one together to take care of everyone yeah. Yeah. like that she also needs to be taken care of mm-hmm I wish it was developed a little bit more. Like right, maybe same. bring maybe bring mom back in like season six. <laughs> maybe bring mom. Yeah, we see her like yeah. once before yeah. that happens. So and like, why weren't the sisters involved in all of this? Yeah. Oh god, her weird sisters. <laughs> don't even. Don't even. Let's not even. We do won't it. even let's start it on that. Um. Yep, and they love kissing in the rain. Kissing they in do. the rain. The best. The best. Which one's your favorite? I love the second one when they're like trying to get back together. When they're on top of the car. And missing you is playing. Yeah. Love that. I love a good mount. I love that song. <laughs> you said that last time. I know. <laughs> just wanted to say it's good. I love a good mount. Love a good mount. Love a good rain <laughs> kiss. The rain montage is just great. Yeah. And the first one is great because that's when they get married. Decide to get married. True. Mm-hmm. That's when she... T- she takes, her, she takes off her shirt. And she's got that weird she's bra. Got like a weird bra she's got like a like a weird. It's like it's, it's like, like a silk. It's like a piece of silk that like she like cut with scissors. Silk, yeah. it's like a silk sports bra with like fabric. And Nathan's yeah. like, woo. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like okay, but you and, like, slept with Brooke Davis. Yeah, she probably had like a <laughs> way hotter bra. On. Like if I saw, it, I'd be like, kind of like, let's turn the lights that's, off. That's cute. <laughs> yeah, like I, let's take that off. Where'd you that's get not, that? I don't like that really. Yeah, that thing is god awful. Yeah, it was so bad. I w- I remember watching that and being so confused. Like, yeah, what is she wearing? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, no, we it was like, is that supposed to be sexy or we like, is that supposed it. to be like, oh, she's so innocent because she has like a corset? On. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> all right, all right. Last relationship, which is my favorite, even though it's it's like annoying at times, is Lucas and Peyton, type five with type four. But they're just the star-crossed lovers of the show. They are. And just a couple of blondies. Even though Lucas is so freaking annoying, it's just so sweet how much he loves her. And, and I love God. I was g- just going to say like 
you realize it kind of before he does. Mm-hmm. Like he's confident in their like relationship platonically. Like yes. he knows he loves Peyton. He cares about her so much. Mm-hmm. But like it's so I don't know. I can see I we see it before they see it. Yeah. Like we're like you happens, guys are in love. And that like, happens with your it. friends. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah. you can oh see my it gosh, before they yes. do and they're like no 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 and you're like yeah you guys love each other. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And like I love yeah, I love that you know we see how much they want to be together in the beginning but they're just not on the same page. Yeah. And so then it takes so long for them to get together, but it's not like Whereas, like, you know, Luke and Lorelai and, like, stuff like – and Jim and Pam, like, that's so great, like, that slow build. Right. But for them, it's, like, they date other people that you actually, like, kind of, like, you might – that might be a good match for you. Yeah. Like, in real mm-hmm. life, you know, like, her and Jake freaking love Jake and, like, a lot of people are Brooke, Brookus. Yeah. Shippers. <laughs> Brookus Shippers. And – Like, but- personally, I loved Peyton and – Jake, Jake together. Yeah, I and did if too. If Jake had a longer stay, I yeah. probably would have been more forceful for him with that. Cuz and it's it's like sometimes they they seem more stable, but you kind of see that they are with people that are so different from them kind of to maybe explore different aspects of themselves because yeah. they're so like yeah. aligned. But yeah, I love how close they are, you know, friendship-wise and when mm-hmm. he's like she is like Lucas. I love you. And he's like, I love you too, Peyton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and, like, and it's so, so cute. Unaware. He's like, like, he's like, I love you too, Peyton. And she's yeah. like, No, like I'm in love with you. And yeah, it's so but great. But she like, I give Peyton a lot of crap sometimes, and that's probably because I see a lot of myself in her. Mm-hmm. But like, she is really so patient so with this is. whole thing. Like, she's honest sometimes. Where like maybe I wouldn't be mm-hmm. like when it. Like when she was like, I think I still have feelings for Lucas yep. with Brooke. Um, oh, and that scene is so good with the it's flashbacks. so yes. good. Ugh. But she like, she puts it aside for yeah. like a long time. And like, that's why I'm watching this gif right now. Like, it's that's why best. this moment is so good. It's because like, she kind of yeah. like just let go of it for mm-hmm. a minute. And then he's like, it's you, Peyton. And she's and so happy. She's so, so happy, happy about yeah. it. Because she kind of let go of that and then just, like, let fate happen to her. Exactly. Because yeah. she's so the one sweet. that's, like, who's, you know, who's standing next to you when your dreams yeah. come true. And she, he's, like, Brooke. And she's, like, okay. And, <laughs> you know? and, she, yeah, and, and she's, like, okay, go yeah. get her. Right, exactly. Yeah. And she's, like, obviously hurt by it. But she's, like, if that's really what he wants, I love him so much. I want that for him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's really And, sweet. like, she loves Brooke so much exactly. that she wants that for her, Yeah. Too. So yeah. she's, like, okay, then go get him. Yeah. yeah. Or go get her. Yeah. But it's, and it kind of reminds me of like that saying of like if you love someone like set them free and mm-hmm. if they come back to you like it was meant to be. That <laughs> rhymed. Oh my god. <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> right, like because you have moments in yeah. your life where you're like, if you love I someone, love... let them free. If and if they come back, back to you, let it's it be. Meant to it's be. meant, it's meant to, be. to be. Oh, that's cute. And it kind of works with them where yeah. like he wanted to go be with Brooke, yeah. but and so she had to like kind of accept that and go in and just be like go get her and then he comes back to her and she's just like so excited yeah yeah and i love it because he he goes and hugs brooke and she's like Mm -hmm. go go to pain and yeah and then she she says the same thing it's so sweet she's like go get her oh and it's so cute i love when they so because they get together and then all the dante 
shit happens and then he's figuring out that Keith was murdered by Dan so they're like going through some stuff you know so they're not like down to like make out you know they're just kind of like and so he comes up to her at school and she's like where have you been and he's like I've had to do and he goes but then like there's that because she's kind of like weirded out by PDA or whatever mm-hmm. which I think is yeah. it, it's very patent but then I'm also that way yeah I don't like it either <laughs> I would be weird too but then like at the school uh, bell goes or whatever and then they're like she's like we've waited long enough and it's just like it's so cute it's cute. just like best friends finally being like yeah. yeah let's smooch and I like that they had a friendship first yeah. me too I think that's what made it it's so strong it's the slow build and like mm-hmm. it is like a Jim and Pam like you said and yeah and it Luke and Lorelai it just like gave them the freedom to like know each other and know like yes. all the sides yes. and different parts of each other themselves. with like no there's no confusion. expectations mm-hmm. or like they like weird. sleep in the same bed so yeah, many times like, like no, just without like, any like yeah sexual yeah, tension exactly or, yeah and it is like kind of what i was saying earlier it mm-hmm. was like i don't need anything from you but like this is who i am right now and i just like want you to be here for yes. it yeah and like they had that in a lot of really intense mm-hmm. moments before and they yeah. didn't they just like needed each other's presence and so they had that and now i don't know i feel like that builds a strong Mm -hmm. foundation and i love it's like season five is so frustrating because it takes so long but i love when peyton like writes all over the river court how much because she's just like so in it and like that's her very like romantic side and i just think it's really sweet and a way to like express yes how she's feeling because it's so sweet because he was so romantic in the beginning and Mm -hmm. she was like "Mm mm-mm and then at the end, it's like she has to come she back has and be to romantic. be the one. I think his buzz cut is so much hotter in this season because he's got yeah. he's again he's, he's older. Has, he's got he's the a man. He's a man. He's a man. Um, I don't like that hair. Oh, I like it. It's too long. Look at that with the little nose with the baby. Tap. Isn't she so holding the baby sweet. in that one? But you can't no, I see think her. She's pregnant in that. Oh, one. Okay. yeah. Um. But yeah, that that's part is frustrating when he's like, I can't, you know. Yeah, he's like, you're not having he's this being baby. Selfish he's being selfish. He's being and like, selfish. And like, I don't know how that feels because we are women and we carry a baby. And I think that naturally makes us just so like most mostly um, selfless and just like baby focused. Like as yeah. soon I'm, – I'm sure as soon as you get pregnant, yeah. you're like nothing else matters. Yeah, you have this maternal yeah. instinct. Whereas like the, the dad jump. feels that too, but like it's not inside of them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know that's how it works people i hate when people are like we're pregnant i'm like no she's pregnant with your <laughs> baby we're having a baby we're having a baby she but is she pregnant. is pregnant yeah it's a it's a state of that's, physical being yeah. <laughs> get that's with it of physical like, sometimes it's like sweet it's like oh you're in it together but like you're not no <laughs> i feel like i'm gonna be a bitch when i'm pregnant oh i'm gonna eat everything in sight I'm still really terrified of it. I had another dream about it a few nights really? ago. We can't talk about it on okay. this podcast. Oh, okay. Love no, it. We okay. can talk about we'll it. Talk after. about it at one yeah. night. When the cameras are week. not rolling. <laughs> when we're off mic. Off mic. Join us for our off mic um episode. Except you're it's not at invited. <laughs> we will be chilly. going we will be going out for a drink. We're gonna be going out to Chili's for a drink and we'll be on voice memo. <laughs> it's Shut really up. poor quality, but it's really honest conversation. <laughs> the realist it's the you real know deal. but yeah he's being very like i feel like he's being really logical which makes sense yes but she's like no and 
I think he eventually comes around. And I obviously understand his reservations, but um, but yeah, their wedding is so sweet. It is sweet. Okay, so we have some questions to get through, and then we'll be done. As I'm looking at these wedding photos, remember how they made like a big deal every season? Well, you didn't watch it live, but you did. Like the commercials would be like, like crazy wedding sex. Like there was always like, (laughs) I remember that. They always were like, this is the episode where there's going to be crazy wedding sex. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't happen. She goes into labor. Not them. A different couple always has. At theirs, it's, um, I feel it's Jamie's teacher and skills. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, and doesn't somebody that, and Well, we don't see There's another that? couple. No, this too. one This one is Nathan and Haley. Yeah, it's Nathan and Haley in this one. In the bathroom. <laughs> yes, yes. Really, very Brooks much so. Is the is the teacher in skills. Yeah. Yes. The, the brown hair yes, teacher. I, I think so. Miss Lauren. Miss Lauren. Yeah. Good one. Um, and then Cooper and... And oh, Cooper's so hot. Rachel. <gasps> Cooper and Rachel. Uh, renewal. Yeah. That's not really and, sex. Okay, That's we um thing, but... we did this in the last one. And... <laughs> it's a little driver. It's a car crash. And it's like, I don't want to be it. <laughs> no, but can I just say I really you. quickly, the CW does a commercial like no other no TV other. channel. Like, oh, it's, it's insane. They're brilliant. I remember the they, Gossip Girl commercials, yes. the Wonder Hill ones. Like, they I, are spot on every time. I love time. the ABC family. They're so ones. smart. Yeah. But I just remember every season would be like, crazy wedding sex <laughs> and i would just be like and then they'd like show like different couples like interacting you're like who's it gonna be like yeah. i yeah, have no like, clue is it? yeah which like when you think about that particular episode that's like not the big thing no like no. that's not at the all. big thing at Literally, all Kate almost dies going to labor she's like and covered she in blood ruins, in her wedding dress she ruins her wedding dress yes. <laughs> like, how dare she <laughs> that brooke made her did you listen to the zach Brapp, um dax shepherd <laughs> like I a while ago <laughs> no. I, did. I need to listen yeah, talk about more. period commercials yes. <laughs> What, why'd you get all the blood all over the couch? <laughs> okay. We <laughs> talked about a lot of things in that It's one. really funny. It's really good. Um, oh, but we talked about our ideal man, and we maybe ranked them. Our ideal One Tree Hill man. Oh. And so Who I are we know. including? Um, anybody. Like, not like, are we ranking? Not like Mouth like and Fergie. <laughs> and Junk? And, what about Junk? Or Junk. Or like Tim and like, what about oh, Chase? Tim. Oh, God, Tim. Chase. Chase. Hey, Julian, yeah. Luke, um, no, Julian, <laughs> Nathan, Jake, Lucas. Jake, Chase, Lucas. I don't know. That's good. I feel like mine would be Nathan, Julian, Chase, Jake, Lucas. Okay. I hate Lucas. I, I cannot. I know you do. I know you do. I like the island Manhattan. But if I threw I Owen in there. Oh, Owen. Oh, Owen. What's on all the clothes, Brooke Davis? It might be, if Owen's in, if we're considering <laughs> Owen, it might be Julian, Nathan, Owen, Jake, Lucas. Jake, Chase, Lucas. Jake, Jake, Jake. <laughs> what about you, Monica? Julian, Jake, Chase, Lucas, Nathan. Okay. 
I want to hook up with Nathan 100%. But I think I would be bored to tears with him in a relationship. <laughs> He'd be like, what's music? <laughs> He'd be like, I bought you a keyboard to compose on. Monica's a bad person. <laughs> Monica's a bad person. She like is a feminist. <laughs> Like, I would love to, like, play a game of basketball with Nathan and then, like, go, like, shower and then, like, make out. That'd be great. Yeah, that's a great evening. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I think Jake Jake and Julian and I, like, one-offs. Yeah, Yeah, all the same time. We would fall in love. Maybe (laughs) Chase might be better suited for me. I can see that. I'll be honest. Like, I'm not really interested in Chase. I think Chase is like, really cute, but I like, like late, later Chase. Later Chase is fine, but like I just like don't Not need clean him. teen Chase. Yeah. So our first question is from um, a really big fan. Don't really know her super well. Her name's um, Lauren Lee Mannheim. Mannheim. I don't really know what a name. Right. She she has this local florist company in town. She has a lot of weddings. Um, I've reached out to her. She hasn't responded. Um, I, I don't think she knows that I'm the same Monica's she monologue. Probably, she probably doesn't. <laughs> but she submitted a question. What type do you think Jake is? What would it be like if he ended up with Peyton and Brooke ended up with Lucas? Which we've already kind of discussed Brooke and Lucas. Right. But I think Jake might be. Let's all say it. What do we think? No, I don't. Count I literally do not. One. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to be wrong. One, two, three, two. Nine. Oh. Did you say two, two? Mm-hmm. I can see two. I could see nine. Two, two. Because he's so sweet with the baby. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I've just, for some reason, always thought of him as a nine. But I could also see two. Yeah. And I think that, see, but it's interesting. I think a two is not a good pair for a four, but a nine is a good pair for a four. Yeah. You know? Because twos, I think, sometimes fours can see them as two, like, a. Uh, people pleasing yeah and too like needy yeah and a nine is more like go with the flow right yeah and i think because i think jay can exhibit aspects of either because he really wants to be loved by peyton and like know that that's real but he's also like if you love lucas more than me then like look into your heart and go away yeah 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 I love that about him. Me too. He was a great character. He is. Gone too soon. Right? Yeah. So if he is a nine, that would be a good pair for a six or a four. Okay. But if he's a two, it'd be a good pair for a for an eight or a five, maybe. Interesting. All right, next question. Um Chelsea Wells. Hey girl. Hey girl. So uh we we wanted to establish the river court in um We tried. In FIMU, um in our um sorority. I there's a basketball court in town that I thought we could make the river court. There's no river. There's no river. There's a creek it's nearby. A court. And there's it's a creek court. There's a creek court. <laughs> it's a creek. The creek's not extremely visible from the, <laughs> the creek's court, not really flowing it's a court <laughs> it's a court but there's too many people there now and it's annoying and they're legit but i would go sometimes and shoot shoot the hoops yeah um but we joked that chelsea was dan and that she would just drive by and it escalated like <laughs> yeah and that i was lucas like practicing my game 
For sure. Yeah. And so she asked, what time do you think is Dan? Um, and she just loves him driving by this escalator. Always. It's just creeping. <clears throat> do you want to say it on the count of three? Sure. One, two, three. Eight. eight. Yeah, absolutely. Which I thought Chelsea was an eight, but she said she was a three. Interesting. Which I can see either. It's funny because my best friend Carly who submitted a long question for the office <laughs> she said she was a three and I've always thought she was an eight and they, and they can be similar so yeah you know because I think Chelsea is very very good at protecting an underdog and really confident and all that stuff right but I think also she's a three in the way she wants to achieve and yeah you know and, and she's you know charming Chelsea's and softer than an eight yeah I feel she's like. not like aggressive really no she can be but she's, like not like that's not like her natural she's sure yes she's like but i don't think she's not that all eights <clears throat> are like aggressive but like they can come off that way yeah yeah so like, emma germano is not like super aggressive but right. she just like is a new yorker exactly. <laughs> she's from new york so I definitely think Dan is an eight, and it's interesting because we talked about how Nathan could possibly be an eight, and he yeah. emulates those, you know, earlier. But that's aspects. when he's like closest with Dan, so I feel like it probably yeah coincided a little bit. Totally. Last question was submitted like an hour ago. Oh my under gosh. the wire. Sweet. Um, yeah, we're just gonna read three this time. So my friend Kelsey, who is really good friends with my friend Carly and we went to Gilmore Girls Festival together. Classic. Classic. She asked, I've been listening, oh no, sorry. Oh, this was sweet. We can read that too. She just said something nice. Um, but she said, Deb seems to be on a roller coaster when it comes to her personality and character throughout the seasons. Do you think this is attributed to a change in her Enneagram type or more um, to do with the inconsistent writing of her character? Which is a great question because I that love Deb. That is a Deb. really good question. And Deb is like such a badass in the beginning because she's such an ally for Karen, which she doesn't have to be. Right. You know, and, and like. you wouldn't expect her to be. No. Either. But she's so like, yeah, Dan sucks. I'm like married to him, but he sucks. And, and it's also interesting because I feel like when the show was written, mm-hmm. you would think that they would be like pitting two women against each other exactly especially in their position especially yes. considering the writers of that show exactly also. exactly <laughs> yeah and so like the time and the writer mm-hmm. and you know i think deb could have easily been like the woman like who won like yeah mm-hmm. i'm with dan right. we live in this mansion we have this great son this is our life yeah but she was like by that. herself your son is like that <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a... You sound like Nala. <laughs> I just watched the line. I sound like Sir Robbie. <laughs> and so, like, I feel like... Tell me it's not true. <laughs> Sir Robbie! <laughs> me every time. Tell me it's not true. I don't remember that part, but I do remember the Sarabi. Sarabi. <laughs> Sarabi is interesting. Anyway, she does not have Nala eyes for sure. <laughs> oh, she's definitely aged line. <laughs> like probably a hottie back in her day, but like not attracted to her now. Yeah, like Mufasa definitely Mufasa loved was her, handsome. but like <laughs> Mufasa <laughs> loved her. But then, like, she kind of became bitter when he died, right. which, like, I would, too. Yeah. What's the question again? 
Uh, Deb and the writing. (laughs) Deb. Like, do you think she changes an Enneagram type or is she just the writing? I think, honestly, they I think it's the writing. It's the writing. It for sure. I don't think she was meant to be a main character I think she might be a really healthy eight. Yeah. Right? For sure. Because she, you know, is allies with, with Karen. And she also, like, later tries to kill dan and like she's like a big protector yeah um Mm -hmm. so yeah so i would say it was due to the writing not her actual character because i love deb i kind of feel like she wasn't originally meant to be a main not that she's a main main character but i don't think she was gonna have as much airtime that she actually ended up getting probably not like i feel like they were gonna kind of because karen really doesn't really have a any airtime right. later she, on she, she of, moves away with lily right yeah. and that other man i know i love andy, andy. i'm really glad that they like ended up together and i think he's that's such good. a sweet like for her. realistic thing yeah, yeah. Like, keith was like her soulmate but like he died right. and so you move on and andy like probably knows that but he's okay with that yeah you know because yeah. karen is such a catch <laughs> 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 apologies on the side i like, <laughs> never knew that you hated karen yeah. so much i hate karen more than lucas yeah. I mean, I don't blame you. Okay, thanks, guys, for coming. Bye. <laughs> thanks for having me. Till next time. Bye.